welcome to Pastors After Dark. <laughs> hey, listen, we're here because we're, here. we're not perfect, okay? All right. Okay, I'm going to redo my whole intro thing yeah. now that you can actually hear what I'm saying. Oh, by the way, guys, I have no idea why my camera looks so bad. It looks fine on my screen. I think Deuston did something to it. But, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway, now that we actually have audio, you can hear what we're saying, and now you can kind of see us. This is a, a huge upgrade from what we've had, um, with the exception of my camera. Just ignore my camera. We'll figure that out in a later <laughs> part. What well, that's a deal is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So He's I don't know from what's an underground on bunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah old razor flip phone. I think I seen in the chat. I think you might be right. Flip phone. Um, yeah. So I don't know what's going on there, but otherwise the quality and everything is way better. We think this program is going to be awesome once we figure out what we're doing with it. Uh, but anyway, guys, welcome to Pastors After Dark. We're, we're definitely not perfect. We don't just figure out. We're learning. Hopefully, getting better each and every stream um, for you guys. So what we do here at Pastors After Dark is we are a group of pastors. I'll reintroduce us since you didn't hear me last time. My name is Dr. Heels, joined by Super Shadow. Hello. Father Ironheart. What up? And Pastor Deustin. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, we, we talked about like a signature dance, dance or something when we... No, okay. All right. <laughs> Failed to mention that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we are all actual pastors at our church in different roles and, and different things. And, and what we do is we join here late Sunday nights to talk about all the things you truly want to know. We take anonymous questions. We do live Q&As. We do some prayer time and we do a little soapbox at the end. It is an awesome show. This is our third one. And so far, each and every one has been incredible. We've tackled some tough topics like uh, what's the purpose of the church? Uh, is self-pleasure a sin? That one was a whole lot of fun. Uh, you can check those out on podcast too. Um, and this week we're going to be talking all about how we feel and if it is biblical to boycott companies that don't align with Christian values. Um, and that's going to kind of be the focus. We also have a few topics coming up that we'll talk about later at the end of the show. Um, but that's where we're at. That's what we're going to be focusing on today. Um, so if you guys wouldn't mind, uh, we want to open up in prayer. So Pastor Deustin, uh, would you mind opening us up in prayer? Yeah, for sure. Father, we love you and we praise you. You are so good. God, we love you and thank you that you love us. Lord, I pray that you would be with us tonight on this uh, third episode of Pastors After Dark. God, I pray that you would be in the middle of this stream, that you would be in the middle of our conversations, Lord, that uh, you would help us to understand truth, that uh, even as we're just four pastors talking back and forth and interacting with chat, God, that you would speak through us and to us tonight. God, that um, we would hear your word and be changed, that we would uh, be drawn closer to each other and closer to you through it. God, and I pray that you would draw people who need to to hear the messages that are being shared tonight and um, that you would help us to reach more people with your message of love and life tonight. And be with us and let it all be for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Awesome. Okay. Okay. All right. And, and so what we're going to be doing is um, as we go through, we're going to be talking about this topic. Um, we're going to have Super Shadow on chat today. So if you have a specific question you want us to get to at some point, uh, go ahead and tag him to make it a lot easier. He'll see it all bold and he'll jot them down and we'll get to those questions as we go through. So, so be sure to tag him in whatever kind of questions you have. But, but we're just going to go ahead and start off. What is your opinion? on boycotting companies that don't align with the Christian faith. This was a, an anonymous question that was submitted. Uh, actually, I don't, I don't recall if it was anonymous, but this was a question that was submitted, um, and, and we want to ask that. So if you don't mind, uh, Ironheart, would you like to take the first swing on this one? Yeah. Um, this is 
such an interesting question because I've I've thought mm-hmm. about this um, a lot in the past, and when I first like way back when people were first like all like. Well, Christian communities were were all about boycotting. I think the first big one was that I heard was Target um, because of their bathroom policy, and I was like, okay, just don't go to the bathroom. It's fine. Just don't go to the bathroom at Target. Um, and and I, I just I like I. I as I as I thought about this, and is it is it necessary? Is it something that that is good for the church to reflect? Does it do more damage than good, and and that kind of stuff? And um, I think the uh, the first spot that I that I land on it is that if you want to not go somewhere because of a company's values, then you're obviously free to do that. There's, there's not really a reason why you can't do that. Um, but I think as believers, we have to think how we represent the church in our day-to-day life. And I think being very open about not going to a place um, because of because of their their political alignments and stuff like that, I feel like that's a, a dangerous rabbit hole to go down just because there could be... I feel like there could be different people could could see it in a in a potentially negative light and that oh well Christians just don't like certain people and so um so they just don't go to Target or whatever um and and could possibly do more damage to the image of the church than any than good um I don't know that's kind of like my initial my initial mm-hmm. thoughts I personally don't choose i i don't choose to boycott particular places because of their political alignment probably should have started with that but okay no no i think it's a great answer uh what about what do you think shadow um yeah I, I'm uh, jump no no you're fine uh yeah I, th- I kind of agree with some of what ironheart's saying here i think um when it comes to to boycotting companies i think a lot of times um what we see is is a lot of times it's it's not just hey who who is having any thought against like what christianity teaches and what the bible is but more like here are these like one or two major topics and if they don't align off the bat then that's usually what we see christian sex or, or people at least get really um annoyed with and and then we see the boycotts happen usually around like one or two major topics uh, i would say and, and the rest kind of seem to uh, there's not a consistency of well are we holding companies accountable in all aspects if we're going to do that if we're going to get mad at one company for one thing are we doing that for everything that we use or are we giving passes to different companies so that would kind of be my my initial thought for that okay uh Deustin, what do you think about that yeah uh i'm kind of in the same boat it it's all like whenever i think about it it's I always, I guess, follow like the logical conclusion. If you're going to boycott one company over one thing, then you're going to have to examine like every little detail about it. And if you're going to stick to that, I mean, I think the logical conclusion is you have to live in the woods and live off nature, (laughs) you know, to avoid supporting Mm -hmm. some company that in some small way, big way, whatever, support something that, that you don't uh, think that we should be supporting. Um, So it's, it, I think a lot of it, well, I don't want to, it's not my soapbox night, so I'm not going to get on it, but, (laughs) um, 
Like this is one of those questions that it it gets it kind of gets under my skin because it gets to the like the heart of you know Christians being known for what we're against instead of how we love one another and those sort of things. It's uh, you know that's where like all the the stereotypes of you know being bigoted and uh, judgmental and all this kind of stuff come off because um, whenever someone finds something that we're against and understandably so, but we make that such a big issue that this is what I'm, this is the hill I'm going to die on, you know, uh, that I'm not going to go to target cause they support this or that or whatever. Um, is that doing good for the kingdom? Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't right. really see that. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of my thought on that. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm, I think I lean with you guys. Um, especially in the thought that I think Christians need to be known more for what we are for than what we are against. And so often all the media gets is, is what we are against, what we hate, what we, you know, we're mad at target because of this or this. Um, but you know, everyone's still shopping at Walmart, even though they sell alcohol and, and, you know, contraceptives and, you know, like, like there's a lot of, uh, I think you guys have kind of said it too, that there's a lot of times that we'll boycott certain issues that, that kind of are like certain pet peeves in the Christian church, um, but not boycott all sin, you know? Um, But it's, it's an interesting concept. Now I'm excited to kind of get deeper into the, this topic. So shadow, did you have any, any questions you want to tackle? Yeah, uh, chat's already kind of getting getting some good questions in here, along with okay. uh, some statements as well. So the first one I kind of saw was, um, let me see here. I think it was uh, Retro who said, "Question for you all, referring to companies, is it not upholding Christian? Uh, is not upholding Christian values the same as being anti-Christian?" I think that's a good question. We'll start with well, who wants to take this here? Does anyone want to start with it? So basically what he's asking is, is if someone, if a company isn't following Christianity, at least from, from what I'm understanding here, is it the, is it not the same thing then that they're anti-Christian? Okay. Okay. Like they're not for us, they're against us. Right. Right. I see. I think is kind of what, what it's getting down to is, is that, is that the case here? I think is he, is he, is the open-ended question here? Hmm. Um, is not upholding Christian values the same as being anti-Christian? Uh, I mean, I guess in a way, um, you know, because we are called to be different. We're called to be, uh, you know, in this world, not of this world. Um, we know that we're going to be persecuted, all that kind of stuff. But uh, if someone is, I think more of like the uh, original intent of the question is, those who are standing for things that are directly opposed to Christian values. Um, but like, say, I can't think of a good example, but um, just, you know, so-and-so company that, that wants to, uh, yeah, blonde hair. Um, I can't think of like, I can't make up an example, but just something that's not like, like, uh, you know, supporting and celebrating evil or sin or whatever. It's just like, we want to do this and has nothing to do with Christianity. It's not sin or whatever, but it's not uh, a Christian value. It's, is that an anti-Christian thing? Should we not support them? I I can't think, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, No, like, I I don't know. I, I don't, I think... That it is kind of, uh, but I don't think to the point of 
being an issue. If that makes okay. sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so to clarify, you think it is anti-Christian, but it's not something that Christians should be concerned necessarily with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah. fair to, okay. to yeah. kind of say to summarize yeah. your what you're saying here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right, yeah. You, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think like it, there's a certain like intentionality that has to come with it, right? Like, like I think there's one thing to, uh, I mean, if you're looking from a business perspective, you every company has a brand, every company has a target audience, and a lot of times they're trying to meet the needs of their target audience, right? And I don't think that necessarily means that they're being they're attacking Christians or attacking the, the faith or anything like that, but that they're trying to meet the needs of their target audience and their target audience just typically does not align with religious preferences or, or religious action. So they're simply not making decisions that go along with that because at the end of the day, they're after making money. Right. And, yeah. and I think that a lot of times it comes down to that. Like, I mean, even with the whole Starbucks issue, it wouldn't make sense because of their target audience to lean Christian, whether that's a decision that they're making outwardly where they're like, we just don't like Christians. Or if it's like, listen, most of our audience aren't in that way of life. So a lot of the decisions we make with, you know, rainbow drinks and stuff like that, that is simply that's to make money. I, I don't know that that's being anti-Christian or if it's just to suit the needs of who their audience is. Hmm. Did that? Did any of that make sense? Yeah. So, like, yeah, not not so. that there's a malicious intent or spirit right. behind it. They're just trying to make money. Right. So and and at the end of that, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, some of some of it could definitely be malicious. Uh, but I think if we're if we're gonna say, are they anti-Christian? I think we have to know the intent behind their actions. Right. Because there are certainly people out there and companies out there that are anti-Christian. I mean, look at uh, you know, like a uh, Satan. Uh, like the, the the religion of like Satanism and stuff like that. Like that's obviously an, anti-Christian and their companies kind of founded on that backbone. Yeah. Of being opposed and, and being the opposite mm-hmm. of whatever Christianity is standing for. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that's more of like a fair thing to say. I feel like in some ways it's, it's a strong title saying like, they're not against Christianity. They're not, they're not necessarily for it either. Because really what like, Aside from the 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 golden calf of, of like Chick Fil A, right? Like everyone's like, oh, the Christian company. Um, yeah. Like, what other company could you? And even Chick Fil A, you know, like I don't know all their business practices and everyone that's employed there. You know, like, can we really say that this Christian that any company really upholds, you know, all Christian values? Like, as a as an individual, which any of us can say, I withhold all Christian values to the best of my, you know, I, I we all fall short mm-hmm. of the glory of God, you know, right. Right. And a business or, or any type of company is made up of, of imperfect humans as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I want to try to get through a few more of these before we keep going here. Um, we had a couple other really good ones. Let me see here. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to find all of them. I'm like going up and down on chat to make sure I, I find all of them. Uh, yeah, the next good. one comes from uh, IND who says, so if a transgender chooses to use the wa- uh, the opposite bathroom in a church, how would it be dealt with? I think, again, when we kind of mentioned, I think it was uh, Dr. Heels who brought up the target thing, that that was like one of the really big things of bathroom issues and things like that. Um, so I, I don't know about you guys. This has never, I, as far as I know, has never happened to mm-hmm. m- in my church personally. Um, but do any of you guys have any experience on this? If not, I can kind of give my thoughts on it as well. It, it hadn't happened at, at our church. It, it hasn't. And, and at, at best, we've theorized how to handle it mm-hmm. and, and 
I don't know. I, and I, I don't have a good answer for you. Like I, I would want to handle it truthfully with love because I know that that transgender person needs the love of Christ. Right. Like, I mean, and I don't want to go in like, yo, get in my bathroom and then send them out the door. They never get to hear the message of the gospel. Like right. them stepping through my doors is a huge leap of faith, like to come in at, as, you know, a transgender. So when they know they're coming to, into a, a place where people aren't going to agree with them, may not like them, they may be disgraced and, you know, kind of disowned. So I'd want to treat them with love, but I would also want to protect my, my people. And, and at the same time, I don't think most transgender people are have malicious intent. So I'd, right. I'd, I'd, I'm just, I'm talking myself in circles right now, but I, at the end of the day, I want to see that person get saved and reached by Christ. That's like, right. that's, that's my ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I had a youth, uh, a youth kid who was uh, in their, I, in their words, struggling with uh, transgender issues and identity issues and kind of going back and forth on feeling the opposite gender that they were. And so even that was like a learning experience, like a, I'm not coming to tell you how you need to feel right in this minute, but I'm here to walk with you. I'm here to like be a voice and an ear for you. And, you know, like we want to be here, we want to support you, but they also, you know, it's not like they're totally unreasonable or un, you know, uh, unwilling to, to kind of be, um, understanding on their end as well of like, okay, like, and if you want to be here, that's great. And, and we're not trying to offend you, but we want to help, you know, get you with people who understand you and, and can know these things. And so, you know, these are the rules, like we are going to have you go, you know, to the, the gender that you were born, we're going to have you go to their small group and, you know, and kind of be able to talk with other you know, people of the same gender. I'm trying to like just keep it anonymous for the mm-hmm. sake of this person. Um, yeah. But, but, and then when it came to bathroom issues, it was like, same thing. Like we're going to have you use, you know, the, the bathroom that again, of the gender that you were born in, you know, and, and it wasn't a, we hate you. We don't, you know, like, and we made sure that in every way possible that we loved on this person still, and that we tried to show them the love of Christ in every single way mm-hmm. possible. Um, and, and say, look what you're getting, what you're dealing with, we believe is, is a real thing that you're struggling with and that you're working through. And so, and we want to be here and we do not want to push you away in any way, but you also have to understand. And, and they did. And that was like a, a good part of it is that they weren't this unreasonable person that demanded that they use the bathroom that they felt of the gender that they were, if that makes yeah. sense, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if it were to happen on like a Sunday morning, I think first, like I would think of like, how would you even know, you know, like yeah. Yeah. there's different stages of, I guess, someone who, if they're transitioning into another gender, um, where maybe you might not even be able to tell, like, I, I couldn't tell you who goes to the bathroom on a Sunday morning, you know, like, right. and if, yeah, if, if it were to happen and like, let's say it happened and then someone in the church came to me and told me about that, then that would be a different situation. And then it would Mm -hmm. just be like, okay, like I would want to reach out to that person and, and not even worry about that bathroom thing, but just get to know them as a person and love on them and see where they're at in their relationship with Christ. Like that, that would be kind of the, the order of things. That bathroom thing would be like way, way. Cause again, they don't know me. All the things you said, Dr. Heels, they're coming in and who knows what steps it had to take for them just to get them into that door. Uh, to mm-hmm. come and sit in in a service, knowing that probably 99% of the room doesn't agree with, the, you know, or doesn't understand, or or they might not think understands how they're feeling or what they're thinking. And so, um, so that would be like my first thing is just like, who are they as a person? Um, I always say this when it comes to anything that's like transgender or gay is like, whenever we put that in front of it's the title of Christian, I think it's, it's an evident thing of how we are viewing the lens of, of how we view and perceive all things. And so if, if we say, or a gay Christian, 
or a transgender Christian, I think it shows the emphasis of what we're filtering everything else through. And so I think we have to get rid of those early titles and stop using our sexuality or our sexual preferences or our gender preferences as a way to filter what kind of Christians we are and just go, no, if we call ourselves Christian, Christ says, you know, there's no longer slave nor free nor Jew nor Greek nor Gentile. And so uh, that, that, that is alone what we are. And so like, not that it isn't an important thing to these people, but saying, who are you as a, as a person? What, what else right. do you enjoy? What do you like? What are you into? You know, what are your fears? Where are you at with God? Those are all like mm-hmm. the questions that I would want to dig into first with them and, and build that relationship with them. Right. And I'm sure they would have a lot of other questions, but, but to start there and to go, you know, just let's, let's take it one step at a time. Let's see where God has you today. You know, clearly he's brought you through this doors and you, you had to go to the bathroom, but okay, that's fine. You know? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was like a, a mini rant, but anybody yeah, else? On no, that one? Good. No. I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Uh, uh, Prodigal asked, uh, also, it plays heavy into Christian consumer mentality within Christianity. I think that's true, too, within Christians. Did I read that right? Mm-hmm. It says, also, it plays heavily into consumer mentality with Christians. I think that was just a statement. Do you guys have a something to say to that? Do you agree? Disagree? I don't, I don't know what it was referring to when we said I think that. It was, I think he was talking about with boycotting, yeah. like just the idea of Christians boycotting companies that don't um, oh. necessarily agree or with companies that don't withhold or with, with companies that don't value, have the same values as Christians that yeah. boycotting just plays into that mentality of consumerism even more so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's all about me. I want it my way. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the world needs yeah. to do what, what I think is right. The world needs to appease me. <laughs> right. That's that's the reality, right? It's it's I'm not getting my way. You're not doing what I want you to do. So I'm going to throw a fit and yeah. and take my toys and play somewhere else because. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, and, and what's ironic about that is <laughs> both sides do that and both sides get upset with the other side for doing that. <laughs> Yeah. Calvinist says, is it not an issue? And uh, Gatfa says, should we boycott Planned Parenthood and getting medical examinations there? Hmm. That's a good question. Should we boycott Planned Parenthood? Um, Now, I'm not. That's a trick. I mean, like, yeah, I'm not an expert on Planned Parenthood. I don't know all the services that they offer Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know the primary one um Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean that's you know obviously that's a that's a huge issue that's why it's discussed so often but yeah that's i mean that that's not that's not god's plan that's not what we want that's not what we want to see so yeah we we would not Mm -hmm. uh encourage that we would not um suggest that people uh support them um So, I mean, that's like normally whenever we're talking about like what we're talking about, it's uh, should I go to Starbucks or whatever because they support Planned Parenthood. But just talking about Planned Parenthood directly. uh, Yeah, I mean, no, (laughs) I I feel like I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't tell I wouldn't be like, okay, we have to boycott 
I wouldn't I wouldn't make it a mission to to go out and, and preach boycott Planned Parenthood. But what yeah. I think I would do is if I were talking with someone and they were like, hey, I need I need X, Y, Z done. And and where I you know, a place that I can get that done is planned, planned, planned parenthood. Yeah. Then then I would I would you know, in a, in a, in a loving way, try to suggest maybe going somewhere else and, and, and kind of lead them along that route that as opposed to, um, you know, just getting all up on arms and stuff like that. I feel like there's better ways to go about, um, you know, in talking to people about where they can go for this and that. Um, and, and I feel like, in the big picture, the the ex, uh, the the extravagant boycotts just they do they don't do any good, um, mm-hmm. and it's it comes down to actually talking to people and interacting with people. So, yeah, if a gal was like, "Hey, I need to go to Planned Parenthood for." you know some kind of medical test and be like okay well is there another place you can go mm-hmm. instead of yeah. Planned parenthood and if that's your only option um you know appro- uh, approach that appropriately right yeah like yeah i yeah. just because i didn't know i just went to the website just to see like what the services are and i mean first one is abortion services abortion referral uh, birth control morning after pills hiv services uh lgbt services uh, then there's like pregnancy testing std testing treatments vaccines um so there's those kind of things but um and then like a big banner across the thing is <laughs> like the button says find a health center but the title of it says where can i get an abortion find a yeah. health center um, i think go ahead sorry i wasn't gonna cut you off no i, I was just saying i mean it, it it's it seems obvious what the the primary uh service is mm-hmm. right yeah. and i think what's what's interesting with even just the fundamental of like what is the process of boycotting what are you doing in that moment and we kind of like jokingly said it's like taking your toys and saying i'm not going to play with you anymore i'm going to shout and yell loud enough until you guys listen to me and do what I want to do, do what I want you to do, you know? But I think at the same time there, there's a a level there where like we, we just have this mindset of like, they're not for us. So they're against us. And we, we, I think as humans can just so easily um, demonize anybody on the other side who does not believe the way we do, who doesn't think the way we do. And so what ends up happening is we end up, being this voice, this righteous quote unquote voice to try to stand firm in our beliefs. And a lot of times we, we think that that's, what's going to somehow do it and make it work. And instead of maybe boycotting necessarily a better alternative would be to actually spend time like praying and sim- like being heartbroken for these people that are, you know, making these decisions that are doing these things and seeking yeah. ways and alternatives to actually be able to reach these people aside from just standing outside with, with signs. And, and, you know, like, and maybe that's what like for some people in their mind, they, that's what they think boycotting is. But at least from what I've seen nine times out of 10, that's not, that's not typical. I, I've never seen someone boycotting by prayer. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. that's a good point. Oh, that's kind of good. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to take something from Mixer real quick here. Uh, we have a couple people chatting in there as well. 
Um, let's see here. Uh, we had uh, Ferris who was talking, I think, again about the um, bathroom. Like, if some transgender went to your bathroom, he said, "We have a policy on it in my church. We ask gender at birth, but encourage usage usage to our private restrooms in the church because we have a few that protect them and give them privacy, which is really cool." Mm -hmm. Like my church, we yeah. don't have yeah, like cool. private one, like single bathrooms anywhere. We just literally mm -hmm. have like a guy's room and a, men, a girl's room and a guy's room. Um, and that's it. But if you have something like that, I think that's that's great, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, let's see here. We had another one who says uh, the hard part in the hard part is now we are picking and choosing instead of standing firm in beliefs and supporting things that share this belief. We lose because we do pick and choose and then letting secularism do not be conformed to the world. So I think he was saying in terms of like supporting some, you know, like saying it's okay to go to target or, or Starbucks, but then also saying, well, we can't, obviously we're not going to support Planned Parenthood that that's how we lose the argument. If mm. like quote unquote, that argument. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is okay. Which is an, which is an interesting point. Cause as we've been talking about it, like, yeah, it is a different situation for Planned Parenthood. Be because, and I may be going back on what I said a second ago, because Planned Parenthood to me does sound anti-Christian, right? Like, like I mean, just like you said, when you when you went to the website, it was abortion, abortion, contraception, Plan B, abortion, abortion, where did, you know, where, where to get an abortion. You go to right. Target's websites, it's, it's not... Hey, go to whichever bathroom you want. You know, it's it's their motives is not anti-Christian, right? Their motive is to make money. Whereas I feel like Planned Parenthood's mission is is simply abortion. Like, I mean, regardless of what else they do and and, and how they they help uh, young ladies and stuff like that, um, it is it's what they do. And also, I, I realize my internet is acting very bad. Am, am I still being heard? Yeah, we can still hear you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's just the the just, camera is a little glitchy, but all right, that's fine. Okay. But I uh, but yeah, I mean t to me like I don't know, Planned Parenthood seems anti-Christian and I mean it just it it seems I intentional. You know, like it's it it seems to be their very purpose is is anti-Christian. Right. Whereas and I mean personally I don't, I don't even have a Target, so I'm not shopping at Target, but uh, uh <laughs> but Target's main purpose is not transgender bathrooms or, or right. that people can go wherever. Yeah. And and like I'd love to hear your thoughts cuz well, uh, in on like Target specifically and bathroom issues and that kind of stuff. I mean, like you said, that's it doesn't it's not their intent. And that's not like their, you know, the slogan is you can use whatever bathroom you want, uh, you know, but it, it's like right. trying to look at it from their point of view. What why would they uh, institute such a thing is I mean, it's got to be just that they want to be. Uh, seen as accepting and tolerant and those kind of things. And I don't think they're like trying to be malicious and destroy the fabric of America and all these kind of things, you know, that you hear people getting so up in arms of. Mm -hmm. And yes, I mean, it is like, you know, a subtle erosion kind of thing. And I get that, but it's not like they're standing on this platform. We intend to destroy the family by allowing different you to use whatever bathroom you want or whatever. Um, and so, yes, it is to make money. That's what they're doing. They're a business. Uh, so then you ask, what was, why'd they do it in the first place? I mean, what was the point? You didn't even have to do it. Everything was fine. Um, so, I mean, I see both sides in that, but it's, mm -hmm. again, it's just one of those things that it's, is that worth being a hill that we die on? Yeah. You know? 
I think it, there's there's definitely like in having these conversations and and trying to work through this, you know. And, and again, I think this is all a, a reminder of what we see in Genesis chapter three, right? That sin enters into the world and things aren't the way they're supposed to be. Things are messy. Things are sticky. And and life and we see this throughout the entire Bible. Things aren't just just you know black and white. There's no there's sometimes not this perfect solution here. But saying God, how do I be be this humility to go, God, how do I be faithful and humble in, in this day and age, in this era, you know, and, and we see that throughout the Bible over and over again with so many people. And, and even as we're talking about this, uh, our, I think our mindset shouldn't be, should we, uh, this is how we win this argument, or this is how we win. Like, of course we want to be consistent in our, in our speech and our conduct in the way we um, are are handling ourselves and how we're choosing to make decisions, but I also think it's really important that that we follow Jesus's example and are willing to be uh, merciful and loving and and somewhat understanding to those who are hurting and lost and and you know and and maybe in some ways like more more loving to the point where where sometimes other Christians go man well well how could you you know like like there are so many religious people of the day of Jesus that saw him and go, Jesus, why, why would you ever talk to that person? Do you know what she's done? Do you know how messed up she is? How broken she is? How messed up that dude is? You know what he's committed? And yet right. those are the people that Jesus was always the first one to go to and love on. And yeah. I think a lot of times when we have these boycotts, mm. it's not so much us loving them as it is just us trying to, you know, d- have a mob mentality, a consumer mentality and, and show, Hey, you guys aren't doing what we want you to do. And we're going to be angry and mad about that. And instead of spending the time praying for them and, and letting our hearts break for them and seeing them the way God sees them as, as another child of God who is lost Mm -hmm. and is searching for their identity in some other thing at this point in time and going, man, how do we better as a church? How not, how do we better boycott target or Planned Parenthood or Starbucks, but rather how do we pray and get on our knees and and create a ministry that that really is reaching and he- letting these people hear us and how do we create a culture in our church not that we compromise in our beliefs as christians right. but but create an environment where we know how hard it is for these people to step in the doors how do we create a way that we don't single them out but that they feel welcomed and, and invited into that i think that's that's definitely like a line there you know while maintaining that consistency i think is super super important yeah mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Amen. Yeah. Can you uh, no, unhook fair. your mic so you could drop it? It's just yeah. Right. <laughs> and I think that's true. So so Ferris had a follow up to the. He goes, I get loving and understanding, but Jesus also flipped tables when some things dishonored the house of God. No, for sure. And that's yeah. why I said like I tagged on that like it's not compromising the word of God. It's not saying hey you're fine just the way you are. You don't need to change because that's not true whether it's a heterosexual or homosexual, right? It's, it's, we're all broken. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. Each one of us is messed up. Sin has entered into this world and has broken us up in that way. And so we all need healing from, for uh, healing from our sins and from our mistakes. And so I, I totally agree. I think you're, you're on point there. It's, it's, it's finding that line again and, and being able to, to do that in a, hum, in a way that, that strives for humility and love um, without compromise, but also, you know, like I said, without, without um, feeling like we're just using the Bible to bash, you know, people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Um, okay. okay. Was there, 
Do, there's like a million more, but I don't know if you guys want to keep going or keep going with questions. Yeah, yeah, let's keep yeah. going questions. All right. Um, next one I had, I'll switch over to, to Twitch for a second. Uh, Alan says, okay. what company does uphold Christian values? And are there more important values than others? That's a good one. I'm going to take a drink of my Arizona iced tea. You guys, you're good to go. <laughs> Man, yeah. that, that's like you have to define what you mean by uphold Christian right. values. Because like if you get down, like if you dig deep enough, you can probably find something to be upset about with it, like the most Christ honoring, you know, Bible teaching, Bible based, whatever company out there. Right. Uh, is like, I mean, what about, okay, companies, they have like, you know, stock options and stuff. And are they, what about, are they, you know, have money in the stocks that are supporting another company that does this, that makes some money, you know? I mean, right. it's like how, if you want to dig deep enough, you can find dirt on anything. Uh, mm -hmm. so are there any companies that hold, uphold Christian values? I mean, to a degree. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to dig deep enough, no, <laughs> probably, uh, it's probably gonna be hard to find. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Chick-fil-A, Hobby Lobby. Amazing. Great. We know those stories. They're, they're awesome. They're beautiful yeah. stories. They are, they're awesome. And I don't know all the details uh, on those kind of like super, super detailed things that I'm explaining. Um, you know, I got more things to do than research the, you know, companies and what they're supporting and whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'll, I'll let y'all talk on that. Cause I could just keep <laughs> saying the same thing kind of. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. You have the the regular, the Chick Fil A, the Hobby Lobby, and and I mean, plenty of companies were founded on Christian values, but it's 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 where they kind of go from there. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it, it it's it's truly hard to say. Like, I mean, I think that some companies, even not founded by Christians, can uphold Christian values when it when right. it comes to you know caring about people. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest Christian values that honestly the church needs to. Uh, get better at is actually just loving people. Um, and I think that's a huge Christian value that I, even non-Christians can do. Um, and I think that Christian companies especially need to get better at, at doing that. It's just yeah. loving people, treating the customer good and, and respectful. And I think, to me, that's the most important one. I think it's why Chick-fil-A does so well is like, you yeah. can't go in there and not feel better about your day. Yeah. And, yeah, and it doesn't help. Waffle fries are amazing. I mean, so <laughs> you know, uh, I think yeah, that's, I, I, that's good. I was gonna say that's about all. That's about all I had for that. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I think when it comes to it, like you said, like there could be like a non-Christian company that is employing Christians that is allowing these people to be able to work. You know, like Kenneth and I know brought up earlier, he's like, I work for a non-Christian company, but to him, that's a mission field and an opportunity while he's being employed to be there mm -hmm. to be able to reach others. And in the same way, right. I don't know Chick-fil-A's like, I've never applied to a job at Chick-fil-A um, right. or, you know, or any of these other forever 21 or any of these places. Um, but I imagine that like, it's, it's pretty standard. Like, do you have past experience in this job? Yes or no. You know? So I don't think there's like a box that you have to be a Christian to work in these Christian, you know, establishments. So, you know, if, if the mentality is, well, I don't want to support, you know, anybody who doesn't uphold Christian values. Well, you can't even guarantee that at a Christian company because the pay, the money that you are paying for that meal at Chick-fil-A or that shirt or whatever can still go to a person running the register who's not a Christian, but just needed a job, you know, a part-time job because they're a high school student or something. And, and that's, you know, like, and they're still getting that money to go buy alcohol, to go do whatever, you know, whatever it is that they want to mm -hmm. do with it. So it's, it's like, right. 
it, there's that hard part about it, you know, and also you could be going to target and, or, you know, flying on a Boa airplane that can built or something, you know, yeah. and, and it would be supporting a Christian who is then using that money to support other ministries, you know? Right. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's, I mean, that's a good point. It, it's hard to like, there's no way to know, right? Like even on the outside, like I, I truly believe the best about Chick-fil-A. I've heard stories. I know people that know like the owners and stuff like that. And, and, and like, but you still, you don't know where the money goes. You, you don't know who's using it for what. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's just such a, such a difficult topic. It, it, it's, it's speculation like all the way around. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Let yeah, me see here. <laughs> I didn't know. I was waiting for Ironheart. I didn't hear him say anything. So I was waiting no, to see. You, guys, Did you, have you something? pretty much covered it. So you guys are good. All right. Ironheart, yeah. I'm asking <laughs> you this next question directly. Uh, okay. Let's see. Um, Project said, have any of you studied the two kinds of uh, righteousness theology? It super comes into play for understanding the difference of righteous and then con, con remudo with businesses. Nope. I have not. Wait, what? That not seems like a great resource, though. So if you want to yeah. link us to that, we would love to study that more. All right. Let me ask you another one, Father Reinhardt, since that Thank was you. a nope. <laughs> since <laughs> that you. was like a direct one. Um, let me see here. I'm looking for people that have added me because otherwise I'm just assuming you guys are talking to each other. Um, <laughs> Super Shadow called Chick-fil-A a golden cap or is that thing an idol on purpose or was that an, an accident? I'm just saying Christians hold uphold Chick-fil-A pretty, pretty regularly. Um, uh, I think they want you to tag Shadow for questions. Yeah, yeah, tag me so then I can see. Okay. Um, question for the pastors. <laughs> okay. Oh, there you go. Question for the pastors. Uh, would you boycott a woman getting a cat a cat scan at Planned Parenthood? A cat scan. Okay. There you that, go, Father. I mean, Go. That kind of goes back to our conversation earlier, and and my my whole thing on that is that if 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 I've been walking with someone who wants to go to planned parent planned parenthood for some kind of procedure, then I'm going to have a conversation with with that individual and and try to see if there's other places they can go that aren't planned parenthood. Um, mm-hmm. And so. I, Am I going to – I mean it goes along with any kind of decision someone might make that I would potentially frown upon that, that might be sinful or is sinful. It's it's not something I'm going to like beat them over the head with or anything like that. It's it's like, hey, let's have a conversation and see if we can go a different direction with it. Um, and so if they end up going, then – I'm not going to disown them. I'm not going to, you know, anything like that, but it's spending time with them in prayer and, and, and asking and, and searching the scriptures and and talking to God and saying, okay, what, what can we do instead of this option? Can we go somewhere else for this kind of um, procedure or test or whatever? Um, Yeah. I think boycott, especially on an individual basis is definitely not the right avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, it's like with all these hypothetical situations, it's like mm-hmm. when they're hypothetical and they're just out here and they're not attached to an actual person who has a history, who has, you know, there there could be a number of reasons why this person mm-hmm. either is or isn't choosing to, to go to Planned Parenthood, let's say, for that CAT scan. Is it because they're doing them for free because it's it's a cheaper option is you know like whatever it may be um and i think the same thing is like with stores that we're saying here like if you live in a small town and there's only one or two grocery stores to choose from 
and both of them are run by you know non-christians like what are you going to like what are you going to do that order from amazon oh wait that's a that's a not christian company either you know like like i said at the beginning go live in the woods (laughs) live off the land yeah and about down by the river yeah (laughs) yeah not a van because it might have been made by a company you know that's yeah exactly (laughs) uh let me see here um so Jesse says, Jesse Boom says, I disagree. Christianity is still the biggest religion. It's just that a lot don't follow religion anymore, myself included. I'm slowly finding my way back to religion, but it's all about faith. What a, what a lot don't have. Uh, do you guys want to respond to this one? Hey, just keep seeking God. That's cool to hear that you're you're trying to find your find your faith. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. seeking God. That's that, that that would be my only response is that's awesome. That's exciting. Keep seeking yeah. And Jesse also said, yes, exactly, mm-hmm. at Dr. Heels. I'm not sure what you said, Dr. Heels, but he agreed with, with some point you made. Awesome. You were dead on. I'm a, good, I'm a good <laughs> gatekeeper. I keep up with chat at all times. Sorry, Jesse. He did say, he followed that up with one question. This is for Ironheart. What made you believe in God as everyone's perspective is different? Ooh. So a really little question. bit of a little bit of a rabbit hole away from the conversation we had, but I think it's a good one, especially because because Jesse's wondering here. Yeah, I um, I was raised in the church, and so I, I went to church. Uh, I've been going to church my whole life. And time, um, thank you, Father Einhard. All no, right, good. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Um, no, I've good been. Job. I've been. Uh, I've been going to church my whole life, and and I think as I got older, I uh, high school and college and stuff, I really started to encounter people that believe stuff differently than I did, and um, there were definitely instances where I had to check. Like, do I, the stuff that I believe, is it, is it legit? Is it, is it something that's, um, reasonable to believe? And, and really that started to come out more and more in college. Um, and, um, and so I, I took, I took some philosophy classes in college and I, I did some apologetics, um, and, and really, I mean, without going into like crazy rabbit trails and all that kind of stuff, I, it's it seemed that at the bare minimum, the existence of everything that we see, how could there not be some kind of divine creator? Um, that was just kind of like the base of of everything, and and. Um, because I look at at the universe, I look at creation, and there's just there's just no way that it's random. Mm-hmm. It's it's astronomically and statistically completely unrealistic, and so there there has to be something. There has to be you know someone behind the curtain or or whatever. And and um, the gospel had had already grabbed my heart, and and God had already started to use me. And I'm like, okay, this is this is who it is, and and. Um, the transformed life that I've experienced kind of further reinforces the fact that, that it is the God of the Bible, that it is, um, Yahweh and, and God, the son and God, the spirit. And, and there's, there's no question that, um, he exists. And, and so that's, that's kind of, that's kind of a, a real gloss over of all of that. But, um, yeah. Nice. Thank you, Ironheart. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. 
Um, all right, I'm going to jump back. We'll do like, I'll take like three more questions. Okay. So I'm just going to do the next three that I see on here. Um, IND says, uh, super shadow talking about places that are possibly against Christian faith means we have a greater access to those who may be lost and searching. So wouldn't it be more ideal to be there as a Christian? So I think he's, what he's talking about again, employment, Mm -hmm. working in a non-Christian, um, company Mm -hmm. thoughts. I I actually go ahead. No, I was, I was going to say that I, I would agree. Like I've worked at a church for like four years now. And at the beginning of, of the year, I had to get a, a part-time job for, for a short period of time to cover some stuff um, at Napa. And I encountered more non-Christians and got to share my faith and invite them to church in that like three month period than I had like, I mean, non-Christians than I had at like three years at, at church. Now, I mean, the, the opportunities arise daily, right? When, when you're out and stuff, but like there were so many other people that were, I mean, I was working with mechanics all day. Like I, the, they're, they're, a, they're a rowdy bunch. And, <laughs> and so like, I've got to go in, hang out with them, you know, shoot the breeze a little bit, give them parts, hang out, how, you know, and, and got to do that with them and actually got to build real relationships and invite them to church. And I, I mean, I don't know. I, to me, that was a very exciting three months because each day I felt like I was encountering someone that I could tell about Jesus. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of power in there and I truly do. And if I could, mm-hmm. if I could keep it up without dying, I think I would do it more. But I was <laughs> literally working seven days a week for three months. So Oof. it was rough. It was rough. No. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I think about this question. There's the the town that I live in. It's a small town, but there's at least three different coffee shops, and and one of them has a. It's one of the first ones we visited. But as I've gone back and stuff, I've noticed that there's a large um, rainbow flag like right on the right as soon as you walk in, and and uh, which is uh, there's a lot of businesses in, in the town I live in that are that are that way. Um, mm-hmm. The town is just kind of that's the way the town as a whole leans. But and and so I could see how Christians would not want to go there because it, it makes them uncomfortable or, or it's mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, and my mentality is, is that if I go there and hang out and and get to know the employees there and and start up conversations and all that kind of stuff then then that's that's an opportunity to share my faith with them and if they realize that you know there's a um there's a pastor in here that you know the the church that i attend is is known in town for not being like all the other churches it's known for having a biblical view of marriage and and what that um and what that looks like and so if they find out when they find out that i'm a pastor of that church then i feel like there's going to be opportunities there and 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 i'm looking forward to that and and that's not even to begin to to say that like that doesn't even include the fact that their coffee is really good and they have really good cheeseburgers and I love a really good cheeseburger. So that's why I'm going there, but also because there's an opportunity there and, and I get to be a representative for Christ in that coffee shop when other people are like, I think I'll go to this other place because it seems to align more with what I believe. Um, and, and it's such a great opportunity for, for me as, um, as a pastor and as a Christian to, to reach into those places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to reach people where you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good way to, to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was one. Uh, I'm going to jump over to, Dis- to Discord, to Mixer. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Discord. Okay. Let's throw a third one in the mix. Well, um, we, 
Ferris said, living in a post-Christian culture, should we expect companies to be pro-faith? I don't think so. I really think believers have to figure out how to live in the world, but not be of it. It's part of the journey we are on as soldiers in the life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, I don't know like why, why any Christian would really expect that the world would cater to us or, or that, you know, everything would, would just line up perfectly with what we believe. We, we know that we're going to be persecuted. Mm-hmm. We know that, you know, our, our beliefs and understandings are, are not going to be the majority, uh, you know, right. So yeah, we're, we're in this world and we're supposed to shine our light and not, you know, uh, conform to the image of this world and all that kind of stuff. We get all that, but, uh, we just need to stand for Christ. Not, that doesn't mean just standing for Christ doesn't necessarily mean shouting down everyone who doesn't, (laughs) you know? Um, uh, but we can, we can do that. We can be set apart without destroying everyone who is not, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Goat had a, or got fuzz, had a good, uh, good answer to, he was saying when he was asking his questions on like, where do we draw the line? He was saying, I ask because, uh, it's a hard question. Whether they are for us or against us, talking about companies, as Christians, we should buy goods for the goods. Either way, the money will go to them. Kind of what we were saying, whether it's a Christian company Mm -hmm. or not Christian company, doesn't necessarily mean the money is going to Christians. It just means the founders Mm -hmm. were were Christian and they try to have some Christian values or at least, you know, do some good with Mm -hmm. the money that they receive. But ultimately, you're going to have employees or people on the board that aren't Christians that are that are benefiting from the goods that you purchase from any location, regardless. and so he said. He goes on to say, uh, "The money will go to them." In the Bible, there was no issue over purchasing meat offered to idols, nor uh, nor any issue for eating it, which is true. I, that's a great yeah, example. That's a great mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Uh, divide and conquer. Uh, let's see. Hello, hello, Mister Ogre. Um, all right, I'm trying to look. Nobody seems to be adding me, so I'm gonna just keep scrolling until I see someone with an <laughs> at with me. Uh, Alan says, "I think the boycotting issue really falls under the umbrella of judging, so the measure you want to be judged." What do you guys think of that? It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. That that kind of goes with what I was just saying about we don't want to, uh, you know, we don't expect the world to cater to us, um, and so why would we, you know? Why would we like flip that on them and then shout them down for, for everything? So, right. yeah, I mean, we, we know that we're supposed to, or that we'll be judged with the same measure that we judge others. Um, and uh, I would rather err on the side of grace and all those so that we can have those kind of conversations. Like we've talked about a few mm-hmm. times, you know, so we can build those connections. And cause as soon as we, you know, this is the hill I'm going to fight on, uh, then there's a wall. It's you against me. And we can't, bring we can't you know build relationship and bring people to christ we're you know uh, we're just saying you and me are enemies i'm against you now um right so yeah yeah and i think you know again like like we're saying here it's that humility aspect of of not what hills are we willing to die on but what what hills are we willing to to really love on and and understand where people are are at again so yeah totally agree with what that's a good way to say it yeah right so all right i said i was only taking three so is, it, okay. is there a next part that you want to go to dr hills or, or yeah, i can yeah. keep going there's like plenty uh, plenty more but i really think you're going to keep going because i think 
uh, Fuzz kind of answered it there. But the, the next question was like, with that in mind, with everything we've kind of talked about, do you think there is a, a biblical example for or against boycotting companies? But I think Fuzz's example is perfect. I mean, they 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 ate of meat offered on 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 temples. But do you guys have another like biblical example that you can think of? <laughs> That would align with the topic or, or anything we've talked about today. Uh, the only thing that I can think of is that that Jesus ate with with sinners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and I know that they're they're different. It's talking about buying something from a place and, and physically sitting down and eating with people. But I, I feel like the principles there. Um, he didn't look at at sinners and say, whoa, no, thanks. I think I'll pass. That's right. I'm not about that. Instead, he he sought all those people and he he hung out with them and 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 ate with them and and talked with them and shared the gospel with them. And um, you know, I'm not saying that as we go into Target, we have to start sharing the gospel with every single employee and customer that we find. But I do think that there's a level of. Um, you know, reaching out to people in places that Christians may not typically be found. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's people there that that need to hear the gospel. And how are they not going to know if they if we're not there to share it with them? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to hit on. That was the the thing I was going to say right before you transitioned. But you're it's thank you, Father, and her reminding me. But you know, Paul clearly tells well, us that that the the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing and so again like we cannot expect the world to just know and companies to just see the importance and values of of christianity and and not even just the the moralistic aspect but the man i could have real relationship with jesus and i can use my platform in this this store to um, be able to share that love and joy with others we can't expect them to just know that and have that you know if we're if all we're doing is yelling and shouting and saying we're not going to spend another dollar or walk in a store or whatever mm-hmm. you know i think i think that is just more us more conforming to the world doing those things than us actually taking the time and and we live in a in a society now where being understanding loving and kind to people of 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 opposite thought from us is like so foreign right like that that would be more less conforming to the world if we were to do those things than if we were to just join and boycott because everybody boycotts they're literally whether you're right. republican right. democrat liberal conservative any anything that we can divide ourselves with you find people boycotting on both sides of it and so mm-hmm. we would just be joining and conforming more to the world and our our society and where we're at now by doing these things than if we were to actually go okay again in humility, let me see if I can understand where this person's coming from and build real relationships with them and love on them. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only uh, uh, biblical kind of text that, that comes to mind for me is Romans 14, talking about um, stumbling blocks and hindrances. And uh, I'll just, I'll read it fast, but I'll, I'll read it. Uh, wait. What, what is Nothing. I'm, I'm reading uh, chat to start getting stuff mm-hmm. together, but sorry, I just laughed at something. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Romans 14 uh, says, therefore, let not or let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. I know and am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it's unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So do not let what you regard 
uh, as good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever Mm -hmm. thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and mutual upbuilding. Um, And it goes on to to say kind of the same stuff. But I think that's that's kind of a good summation about a lot of the things that we've been hitting on. Uh, Really, it's you know, it it is some of these things do come down to uh, a question of conscience and that sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, don't let these things become a stumbling block. Don't let uh, this separate us. We need to uh, come together. We need to, I love the way that you said it, not focus on a hill that we're dying on, but one that we can love on. Um, So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that's the biblical text that comes to mind for me. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, for, for me, the, the one thing that kind of comes to mind is is the woman caught in the act of adultery, right? So we see uh, the woman caught in the act of adultery. She was clearly in sin. She was clearly in wrong. They drag her out and you have what, you know, a bunch of religious people standing around her ready to stone her. It's kind of, you know, kind of symbolizes to me a little bit of, of boycotting or, or protesting a little more. Maybe riot, I think I'm seeing corrected in the, uh, the chat over here. And I think it's interesting. Jesus looks at them and he says, yeah, you know, you, you without sin cast the first stone. Right. And, and then they, they begin to drop. And, and I think that's something we're seeing. And we, we made kind of the comparison earlier, like judge the measure you want to be judged. Right. We accept, per, we expect per, perfection out of these companies yet. We're no, we're not perfect. We don't expect perfect perfection out of any one person. Right. If someone came to our church and like, Oh, I messed up. I did this, this, this. You're like, okay, there's grace for you. But we yeah. expect a, a company with many hands and, and many minds and many things going into it to be perfect. Perfect. Um, and, and that's sort of what, you know, these religious leaders were expecting, but Jesus tells them, you know, you know, you without sin cast first stone, obviously they don't. And then I think the amazing thing is that Jesus then is able at that point to walk up, to bow down, to show love, grace, and truth, right? Because he says, you know, where are your accusers? They've all, they, they've all left. And he says, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more, right? But he never gets that opportunity to show his love and grace if he's standing with the protesters. He has yeah. to separate himself with from them and show the love that he has to offer so that he can then reveal the truth that he has to offer. Yeah. So that's that's sort of where I'm at. As as a Christian, do we want to be the one sitting there holding our rocks ready to throw it every time someone messes up? Or do we want to be Jesus sitting down there in the dirt with someone loving on them and telling them the truth of Christ? Anyway, that's yeah. that's where I'm at on that. For sure. All right. Okay. So apparently I'm like super behind on chat. Should I should I catch up on yeah, some of okay. them? Okay. Wait, All let right. me put on my yeah. shock face. <laughs> guys i'm a good gatekeeper okay i promise i'm, I'm the best i am the best of the best gatekeepers <laughs> gatekeepers of the chat okay um mm-hmm. i'm just gonna start pulling again okay okay <laughs> that trumps everything just throughout the mks yeah all right here i go i'm gonna just ri- go through all i can't go up any further <laughs> so I, I can't go back further this i'm starting from oh my gosh from uh i'm looking for uh retro said so i missed out last week should we be boycotting self-pleasure kappa okay well go back and watch last week's i think it's on is, is it online it's on most things uh, it's right it's on podcast it's on podcast okay it's also on cool. pods but uh god says did you know kanye cares i did not thank you for reminding me thank you for letting me know though so confirm that chick-fil-a is an idol for super shadow okay everyone so just tag super shadow in every post so i actually read chat i said tag me i will skip things that do not have my name on them because i just assume people are talking to each other just plan parent have cats oh my goodness just in microwaves um he's far behind i'm trying guys i'm trying we're i'm only going so far 
Uh, Truth said, where have all the father's father sleeves gone? I'm concerned it's getting cold out now. (laughs) It's not wrong. It is getting cold. Yeah. I wore sleeves to church this morning. That's good. You should have a shirt that says that. That should be your Sunday night shirt. (laughs) I had sleeves at church. (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay, Pastor Gamers, what is your take on boycotting games that promote... The demonic doom. Anyone, Dustin? <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> Called me out. Yeah. <laughs> I think Grinder was handling this one. Dustin, yeah. do you want to take this? Since yeah, he's, sure. he's calling you up. Yeah, because this is a common conversation we have on Doom Night, especially whenever someone new stops by the stream. They're like, "Wait, you're a pastor and you're playing Doom?" Wait, it's literally just for the alliteration. It's just Doom, yeah. Dustin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the only reason I even picked up the game. Uh, no, so like the the joking answer to that that I always say is, yeah, I mean, I'm a pastor. That, that's what we do. Killing demons. It's like part of the job description, you know, <laughs> that's, that's why, like, I always title my doom streams pastor killing demons. Um, but so that like that could be a whole a whole long discussion in and of itself. Um, and uh, which kind of comes back, I think, a little bit to the conscience thing. But like there's. <sighs> especially like with with new doom okay uh like 2016 doom there's i mean there's some bad stuff in that i played through the game twice there is some bad stuff in that game and i i would never play it whenever my like actually i didn't even play it like if my kids were in the house um because i just i didn't want them to be around it to to chance seeing or hearing uh that sort of thing um and i would uh you know i like a, a new believer, someone new in their faith, someone who's just learning to walk with Christ, someone who's uh, still in that process of sanctification, I, I would not recommend uh, playing those kind of games. I wouldn't. Um, but the way that I say it is like, whenever you can differentiate reality and fantasy, you know, once you can separate the two and, okay, this is a video game, this is just fun and silly and whatever, um, then it's different. If you can look at it that way, um, if, if you can't, don't play it. Don't. But, um, like I typically just play old doom cause I like it. It's fun. It's a, you know, just a fun, fast, silly game. Um, but the kind of the heart of the question, I guess, uh, you know, playing, things with evil subject matter. Uh, should we stay away from that? Um, I mean, then you kind of have to get to defining what evil subject matter is. And, uh, but like, I I don't know. It, it seems like, okay. So one example is, uh, when I, uh, I I was playing through some different scary, or I like to play through, I don't like, sometimes I play through scary games. (laughs) I don't like it, (laughs) but, uh, I was playing through Resident Evil 7 on there because chat was saying it's a really scary game. Try it out. So I played it and something in me just, I mean, it was like, no, turn it off. Don't play. Uh, it was just, there were red flags going off. And um, so I shut it down. I played it, I think once uh, and I was going to start it up a second time. And I was like, no, uh, I'm out. I can't do this. But just because I couldn't, and I did feel like red flags something not good in my spirit, I wouldn't like judge someone else or think badly about someone else for playing that game. It's a game, but that was just my experience playing that. Right. And I think again, in some ways, if it's not clear, like a clearly like, okay, this is causing me to stumble. 
type of thing. It goes back to like we were saying earlier, like the consciousness aspect of it. Is this something that is going to, that I don't feel in my spirit, that the Holy Spirit that residing in me as I'm walking with Jesus, as I'm learning and growing, that this isn't something that's going to be beneficial to my walk. Or maybe it's just something that's, again, a mindless entertainment, a moment to to relax and enjoy and play a game that like I'm semi-curious about the storyline and or whatever it may be that, that, that draws you into any game, you know? Um, and it allows me to interact or maybe even it allows me to answer questions that the game brings up that, you know, that will be a good discussion point for those who are also interested in similar things, you know? Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Keep going. Uh, let's see. IND says again, the sin of homosexuality isn't the love for someone of the same gender. So it's attracted to what they do sexually. Is this because they do what they do is lustful due to not being able to have a child through such actions. If this is so, it is not also, is it not also a sin for married couples to have sex with no intention of having a child, especially those that actively prevent it. So IND, I will say that like 85% of that question is something we answered last week. Last week. Yeah. Last week we talked about it, uh, the sin what do we call it what what was the official title is it a sin is self pleasure a sin, sin. Oh, yeah right. self pleasure we got into yeah. way more than just that <laughs> yeah. yeah so i would encourage you for a way longer in depth answer to go back and check that out but i would also think that this would be an amazing topic for us to kind of cover for our whole show so if you want uh cat can help me out in chat there's a form that we have you could send it in there anonymously or put your name on it since you already asked it here and we kind of know it'll be from you um ask it in there and we would love to be able to spend more time talking about the same thing with anyone else on mixer or, or twitch if you guys have questions that you want to have us kind of spend more time on and kind of have all the chat be able to kind of interact with a bit more feel free to use the form it can be anonymous you don't have to put your name attached to it and nobody knows it's from you and then we just kind of book it yep. into the show as as comes but just because i want to get through chat um that's what we'll say on that one uh but i wanted to make sure we addressed it uh yep. let's see here skipping all this because it's not my name not my name not my name not my name <laughs> that's not my name here we go that's not calvinist says do you think we, we calvinist says do you think we may be too hard on fellow brothers and sisters reactions to the culture most of us haven't seen these haven't seen these days we've only read about them in the old testament is it wrong for us to desire things to be as god designed them to be how can we handle this better as a body mm. i think that's a good question and i think I think it comes down to the methods of our of like going about it. Like we can we can desire things to be more like God, but I don't think we need to go around like like we've talked about before. If you don't change this, I'm going to take my toys and go somewhere else. You know, I I think there's better way better ways to go about it. Um, and I think that comes down to maybe more of like a, a one-on-one conversation or just talking with people on a more personal basis compared to sign my petition and, and we'll make sure that target, you know, gets what gets, what they've got coming to them and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, what message does that send? Um, you know, how does that, how does that affect the image of, of Christians in the church? Um, right. So that's, that's kind of how I come down on that. Yeah. And I think like when it comes to, to people like, let's just like, like fundamentalists, like those who are like clearly hard drawn fast, you know, like, and it's, it's again, it's, it's swinging almost on the opposite end of like 
people who are totally like just love everybody like who cares what does it matter versus like someone who's right. like nope 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 like literally i am dying on every single hill including the color of your pants and like right. you know whatever um i think it, it, in both scenarios the the solution is the same it's to continue to love on them in a way and be understanding of like wh- how did this person get here because they weren't just born you know mm-hmm leaning so hard on this side of an issue that there's been some development or some hurt or something there that like, isn't allowing them to, to move from that. And and again, it's not to, not to view yourself in a, in a higher position than them, but to, as, as you're growing and learning and, and realizing our own weak, weak points to kind of show that same mercy and grace to others who maybe are reacting a little bit more stronger to the culture in that way, you know? Yeah. And, and being understanding mm-hmm. that, like we're saying again, coming back to consciousness in, in the past, you know, we saw that there were, you know, some who did take, even though scripturally there was no issue with, with eating the meat that was sacrificed to idols. There were some who understood the history of like where this stuff came from or where these things came from. And, and to them, they, they couldn't bring themselves to do that. And they sustained from that. And so, you know, and it kind of caused this like lunchroom separation for a little bit. And, and there had to be some breaking of that and kind of understanding and, and not being a stumbling block and also being loving towards our fellow brothers and sisters in that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, uh, also, I think we have to be really careful as Christians now to like over glorify um, like the church of acts and other things like that. I think it's so easy for us to look back in that time and go like, man, look at, look at what God was doing. They were sharing everything. And I think it's like, it's, it is a beautiful moment. And clearly we see the Holy spirit working in that time, but, but by no means does the scripture paint acts. The church of acts is like this perfect church that existed on earth. It, it wasn't, they had a lot of issues. You read on like past that early chapter and you find that people were like stealing and doing a bunch of like horrible things that God had to correct and that leaders had to correct. And you be, you continue mm-hmm. to see the church onward from that point, continue to struggle in different ways with just like we are nowadays. I, I don't think um, it, it's, it's a different era, but same issues. I think a lot of times it's, it's learning how to deal in the culture that we're in. Um, and so I think as Christians, we just need to be careful of that too. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Let's go with Dr. Heels. The point wasn't even about the world judging us, but God holding us to the standards. We hold the world. Uh, shoot. Wait, maybe we might be so far behind. I don't, I don't even know how that connects to okay. what we were talking about. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there a discord for this place? There is prodigal, uh, exclamation point discord will get you in the GMA discord. Uh, there you go. Thank you, Dell. Um, let's see here. Ferris says super shadow Jericho best boycott ever. Boom. <laughs> that's true if you're gonna do it do it right start circling yeah. and playing some trumpets there you go uh very great view very great points shadow thank you Raina. um let's see here all right skipping everything that doesn't have my name that's not my name uh okay here we go that's calvinist says but pastors we gotta put this into context if you have a grown man telling a store that he wants to use the woman's bathroom and he uh he walks in on your wife and little girl. What would you do? Is it wrong for us to get angry? Right. And, and I think the, the topic of the conversation is not about that situation. It's do we boycott the company for allowing that? Right. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly not happy about that. And when this first first came up, my wife and I would like seek out places that had like, uh, you know, family restrooms and stuff like that. Um I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't be happy about that situation. Obviously that makes me nervous. Um, but it's, it, the, the ultimate question is, are we boycotting the company for allowing that? 
Yeah. Right. Because if, if target doesn't get my 1599 for, you know, toilet paper, did that change their morals? <laughs> Some really expensive toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, what I don't actually buy, I don't actually do the buy. shopping at our house. <laughs> like Wait, the Dr. Heels doesn't fine. use toilet yeah, yeah. paper. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't leaks. also do the shopping. <laughs> I don't do the shopping uh, at our house. Um, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, if I don't, you know, if I boycott, is it changing their morals? Right. Yeah. But I mean, I, uh, that I mean, that's a great question for for all of us, I guess. I mean, I I have a daughter and a little girl, and that does. I mean, it makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like the idea that you know a, a grown man can just you know go into the restaurant with my daughter. Right. Um. And, and to be fair, a lot of times I'm the one who takes my daughter to the restroom and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it is kind of weird, like on that specifically, because like now my my oldest, she's eight. You know, she's old enough. Mm-hmm. She. Just if we're at a store or like, mm-hmm. like at the movie theater, we were at the movies a couple weeks ago or whatever. And she was like, I need to go to the bathroom. I said, do you think you can go by yourself this time? And so I, you know, me, daddy, I was kind of mm-hmm. nervous sending her. And I was like, all right, you know where it is. It's right around the corner. And so the whole time I'm not even watching the movie. I'm just waiting for her to come back, you know, but like, yeah. in those where I could just send her off and, and watch mm-hmm. her. If I saw some grown man going in there, Oh, you better believe I'm either oh, walking yeah, I'm open in the door and yeah, everything yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, but, but so. that's the thing is like, are, would we assume that also wouldn't happen at any other store, even if they didn't publicly allow it? Transgender people have been yeah. going in the bathroom. They feel like they should go in regardless of the the place they're at. Yeah, yeah. it's just like we brought up the, the topic of church. They're going to go in. Like I mean, yeah. Where they where they feel like their gender is, that's the bathroom they're going to. It doesn't matter if the company's allowed it or or even disallowed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to a place in like Target and you don't like their bathroom policy, then then mm-hmm. if you want to shop there, if that's the only option you have, just pee at home. And if you don't have an option, <laughs> then then use they typically have like a family restroom somewhere. Yeah, I was gonna say most either have like a family restroom or like I know for most Starbucks, like they're single bathrooms typically so you know like only one person gets to go in there anyways at a time which to me just seems like honestly when all this came up i'm like that's just that should just be the stance on most companies because again at at their bottom line they just want to make money most should just go to like single person bathrooms and just call them (laughs) family bathrooms yeah and then like just if there's a line there's a line you know like yeah Mm -hmm. there you go yeah and it's just you put snacks beside the bathroom yeah yeah (laughs) and if people have an issue with the bathroom then someone can there's there's certainly within their their right and their conscience to say hey i don't go to this place because i'm worried about Mm xyz and that's totally fine i'm not gonna be like well you're not a good christian because blah blah blah. it's ridiculous you know if you don't want to go to target because of the bathroom then don't go to target because of the bathroom but don't die on that hill don't make that an issue that everyone has to follow because it's that's just causing division where where we could instead be loving people and it's just not worth it yeah yeah okay cool i don't want to spend too long because i know i'm still pretty behind so let's keep going (laughs) best gatekeeper ever thank you ken appreciate the encouragement (laughs) doing what i can gatekeeper delayed check reader okay streamer Wait, I have no idea what Disciple's trying to say here. Fighter in Fortnite Shadow, this is who you are. Okay, thank you. I think that's my full official title. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, does the same apply to GTA? Uh, okay, I think asking the Doom question there. Yeah, again, I think if you can separate fantasy from reality, like Deuce was saying, I think like 
okay it might not be the best witnessing thing to like play on stream like that's a huge aspect and another thing we can talk about later of like right what if you're streaming mm -hmm. and trying to be a, a you're claiming to be a christian influencer or like a christian content creator and you're playing things like gta i think that's a little bit harder but yeah, just going around you know punching prostitutes <laughs> in the face <laughs> yeah for, for jesus you know for yeah. jesus, for jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rad Dad TM says First Corinthians ten twenty three needs to be heated here. Some things are a matter of conscience to some, but some things are wise to avoid as believers. This is true, Red. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay. Again, guys, I'm skipping anything that doesn't have my name. Um, let's see here. Okay, I think I think I'm almost caught up. Oh, wait, Cal Calvinist responded. He said, "I think what's hard about this topic is that it doesn't stop with just bathrooms, and the division mm -hmm. isn't there due to us responding by boycotting. It started because of the event itself. The event is in like the event of proclaiming that this is our bathroom policy. Is that what he's referring to? Yeah, I'm not sure." Calvin, if you want to give a little bit more context just so we could follow up with that. Uh, let me look at Mixer, see if there's anything there to... Okay. I don't think so. I think everyone's just pretty much talking amongst themselves. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, here, Jesse. This uh, I, I think you was just kind of throw this out there. It wasn't added at me. Uh, Mixer guys, uh, just at me if you want me to really read something. Uh, otherwise, I'm just assuming you guys are talking to each other. He says, honestly, hardest part about faith for me is to stop sinning. Because... Uh, Protestant is such a relaxed part of Christianity, and my grandpa is Catholic, so I'm aware of the difference, but definitely fit into the Protestant side of it, but not fully. You guys want to respond to that? Sorry, could you you read it one more time? I don't know that I, I got it the first time. I think he was saying, um, he says, honestly, the hardest part about faith, which I think he means like his, his walk with God, or right. she, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't see the picture there. Sorry, forgive me. Uh, for her, she's saying the hardest part about having some type of relationship with God is the stop sinning. And I think she's saying because Protestant is such a relaxed part of Christianity, and my grandpa is Catholic, so I'm aware of the differences, but definitely fit into the Protestant side of it, but not fully. So I'm not sure if they just have a misunderstanding of like what like Christianity... Mm -hmm. on an evangelical side looks like versus like what Catholicism is where right. I think on there, on there it's like, Hey, we they're sinning, but then you go and you do a Hail Mary and you know, you do your penance, penance and yeah. then, and then you keep yeah. going. Right. Whereas yeah. maybe their idea of what Protestants or evangelicals are supposed to do is more just stop sinning altogether, which would be mm -hmm. horrible. Like that would be, <laughs> that'd be so hard. <laughs> like, yeah, for anybody, <laughs> like if that was the standard for God, for, mm -hmm. for us to get into heaven was that, Mm. <laughs> like what are we yes. what are we doing yeah <laughs> yeah right. and and I don't, I don't know the situation at all and, and but for me what i would recommend is is to, to pick up a bible and read it for yourself and 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 read what scripture actually said deems as a sin and and the way we should live and then i would if it, if possible at all find a good church um to, to help raise you up in that way and 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 have kind of a support system there but again if you're coming from a background of catholicism and stuff i don't know what kind of situation you're in and if that would be possible within your family or your, your or how that would look but i would i would definitely recommend uh picking up a, a bible and reading it through for yourself and 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 get be gaining your own understanding because a lot of times like the 
the, the way we were raised, um, the, the religion we were kind of brought up in, the, the people who taught us originally, we deem that as absolute truth without ever actually reading it ourselves. Um, so mm-hmm. I always encourage right. anyone to pick up the Bible and read it for yourself and read yeah. what God deems as the, the way you should live. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Rad dad again, didn't tag me, but I think he, this was in regards to all of us. He says, uh, there's an endless amount of situations you could say what ifs about and think it's fine to understand them and be prepared with your reason. But the larger context is how we deal with the culture at large that promotes sinful ideology. We have to be consistent as well. If we boycott target, what about all the other companies we buy from that promote sinful ideas? Are we being consistent? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of what we've been talking about and breaking down here again. Yeah, <clears throat> this whole conversation. I'm not sure when you came in, Red Dad, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said he just came in like six or ten minutes ago. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah I, I responded too and said that that's kind of what we were talking about towards the beginning about you know that consistency and how mm-hmm. you know how legalistic do you want to be on those kind of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. right. It's, uh, it, it's one of those. Go sorry, go ahead. No, I was, was going to read gonna... the next comment, but go ahead. Okay. I, yeah, I was going to say like it's we can boycott. <laughs> And that's the thing is like, I tried to say this in the beginning. I don't know that I explained it very well, uh, but like we, if we're going to be consistent on every company that promotes sin, I, I mean, eat Walmart grocery stores, they all sell alcohol. Whether you believe alcohol is a sin or you believe drunkenness is a sin, they sell 24 packs. You buy that very rarely just get a little tipsy. Right. I mean, like, right. like, I mean, that that would be promoting sin. You have a whole aisle for alcohol, regardless of your belief system on that. That's again promoting sin. Um, and, and Target, of course, they're kind of you know backing it up with the whole bathroom situation and and Starbucks and stuff like that. But it's like if we're gonna be consistent, I don't know. Like I mean, like Deucen said, we got to go live in the woods and you know eat whatever things in the woods eat. I don't know. <laughs> eat the bugs. <laughs> eat yeah. the bugs. Hakuna matata. Um, okay, here, let me see. Um, Kat said, Shadow isn't going to read my comment now because I didn't tag him. Oof. Yep. <laughs> Ain't going back now, Kat. We've come too far to turn back now. Uh, Calvinist <laughs> says, gender identity stuff. Uh, going back to his question, that is the source. We Cannot Be Silent is a great book to understand the foundation of the alphabet community, which I'm assuming is just like the LGBTQ, you know, plus all the other letters in there that oh, he's referring that's to. Way, that's a yeah. good way to put it. I like that. Like I've I, lost, I get, I've lost track of the letters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's so. With that in mind, I'm trying to like go back to what his question was. I think what's hard about the topic is that it doesn't stop with just bathrooms, and the division isn't there due to us responding by boycotting. It started because of a gender ident- like the gender identity issue mm-hmm. itself. I think that's what you meant by the event itself. Hmm. Right. Uh, okay. And something I, I keep meaning to say, and every time I talk, I forget to say it, is I, I do believe, like, and that, that happens to me a lot, sorry. Um, I, I do believe this is a, a per person thing anyway. Like, I mean, truly, if, if the, you feel the Holy Spirit telling you don't shop at Target, don't shop at Target. I mean, don't don't let us try to convince you otherwise. I'm not, that's not our purpose here. I think we're just trying to openly discuss this in, in, in a, a Christian environment where we all, we all believe relatively the same and we can kind of have a, a, you know, a somewhat biblical, lighthearted, fun talk and kind of dive deeper into this. Uh, I, I don't think our intentionality here is to, to convince you to, to fight the Holy Spirit and, and force you to buy 15.99 toilet paper target. Right. I don't <laughs> think that's, that's the purpose here. Um, and and now that I got that part of the way, could you repeat the question? Because I forgot where I was going after that. I just sure, wanted to so get he, that in before <laughs> I forgot again. 
Sure. So he's saying that it, it goes beyond just boycotting, that the reason why this is even becoming an issue is because of the fact that, that more and more there's a promotion of like be you like be the best you there is with with your you know whatever identity you want to be what like that that is the culture and nature and so is there should there be a counter culture reaction as christians to to fight against this to stand and say no no that's not what the bible actually says about this and and it's not just whatever you feel like being for the day but god has a design and an order for that and I think he's kind of I'm not really sure what he's if he's asking a question or mm-hmm. if he's just kind of making, making a counterpoint or statement mm-hmm. on the matter as well. And and I mean, I think as the church, we know the truth, right? Like we we, we know the truth of the matter. God created you to be who you are. Right. God created you to to have a, a certain way of life, a, a certain love, uh, uh, a certain love. Uh, we, we know the absolute truth. But the thing is, can we get that truth to someone if we hate them or and, and I know Christians, we don't hate, we love everybody. Yada, yada. Can we get that truth to someone who won't allow us to be around them because they assume we hate them? Can we ever reach them with that truth? Right. Could Jesus ever give the truth to the, to the woman caught in the act of adultery if he's still standing up holding rocks. Right. And, and, and that's where I think is like, we have to draw, draw a line. Like we have to be, we have to be able to build a relationship with someone so we can reach them with the truth of the matter. Otherwise, we're just going to be two armies on opposite sides who can never actually speak to each other. We're always going to be opponents, and we cannot reach our opponent. We can only reach our friends. Yeah. Right. right. I'm yeah, pretty sure right? Jesus said, you know, again, talking about enemies, Jesus says something that we're supposed to do with those guys, like, to love our enemies. <laughs> <Does it> love them? <laughs> yeah. 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 Which, again, does not mean, and I don't want people to get this wrong, because yeah, yeah. I think people have seen it too much on the opposite side where, okay, then that means we go to every gay pride parade and we hold up signs right. as Christians that right. say we're sorry and we, you know, hand them condoms so that they can go and, you know, be promiscuous or whatever. You know, like, that's not yeah, what right. we're saying. Yep. When we're saying love, it isn't just accepting them and, and just letting that be, you know, mm-hmm. that the end point and that's it. And we just, you know, become a doormat in our beliefs and understanding. But there's a way that I think, again, and, and, and it's not this formatted way of here's step A, B, C, and D that we do in every single time. Because again, as humans, we're complex and there's a lot mm-hmm. of other factors that go into that. And there's wisdom in seeking the Lord and all this. Um, but it's, it, it is a call to love without compromising values. And I think that's, that's important. And when we say that, I want to keep that mm-hmm. channel clear right. as much as possible as well. Um, right. Ferris had a question. He said on mixer, and this might be something for, I think this might already be a question. I'm not sure if not, this would be another good one for another mm-hmm. episode, but he says, uh, what do you think? Uh, he says, what do you think we do if the government takes away church tax exempt stuff? We pay taxes. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, you know. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. I think Jesus is pretty clear when the Pharisees ask him, you know, and he says, give to Caesars what is Caesar and give to God what is God's. Yeah. Right. I don't mm-hmm. think there's there's really a way around it, whether it's right, whether it's fair, whether, again, if, if mm-hmm. the government itself, we cannot stand behind because of who's in power. In the day and age of Jesus, you know, th- that was the same issue they had. They, they didn't approve of the people who were in power because Rome was oppressing the Jews. And, and so they're like, okay, this is going to shut Jesus down because he's either going to say support the person who's killing his own people or he's going to say don't give that money and then we can, uh, we can let Rome know that this guy's trying to be a, an activist and a revolutionary, a revolutionary, you know, trying to start a war here among the Jews and, and the Romans. Um, but Jesus gives an amazing answer. 
Yeah. Give to Caesar what is mm-hmm. Caesar. Give to right. God what is God's. Mm-hmm. Short answer, but I mean, we could go into deeper conversation, I guess. Right. With that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yep. Anybody else have anything on that one? While I look for the next one. Mm, uh, no, not on that. On, on the previous one, I, yeah. I was just going to say something real quick. Um, we we're talking about how you know if if you're building a wall and, and being against someone, how can you win them? And Random Plays actually posted it earlier. Uh, but Proverbs eighteen nineteen: A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And contentions are like the bars of the citadel. That just mm. goes to further prove that point. Yeah, it's. Um, but then, like I saw, I think it was Gottfuzz was saying, uh, or was it? Oh, uh, but going too far and going into friendship evangelism realm and denying the need for evangelism on the streets is too far, right? right. Uh, so yeah, you got to have that balance. And like like the way you said it, uh, Shadow, when you said, you know, we we have to walk in love, but without compromising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So right. you know, we we know the truth. Here here's that evil cat, by the way. Um, it's been silent the whole stream. Uh, yeah, it's cute. no microwave this this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we know the truth. We we speak the truth in love, but uh, our motivation and everything is because we know that these people, they are lost and, you know, we, we love them. We care for them. We don't want to see them lost. So we, we do what we can to uh, let them know, you know, and yeah, yeah, you have to be delicate in the way that you say things, but uh, that, you know, this, the way you're living the, this kind of thing, uh, that's just, that's not God's plan. And and I'm praying for you. I love you. And I'd love to talk more with you about it. Um, but this cat wants to be part of the show. <laughs> welcome Aww. to the show. Uh, yeah, adorable. welcome to the show. Hi. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Gottfuss says... <laughs> Gaffa says, uh, should we boycott those who eat keto diet since they boycott certain foods? <laughs> sure. Cat says, Shadow, I'll fight you. Um, Ink says here, Ink, or not, I keep thinking his name's Ink, it's IND. Says, I don't understand the whole boycotting thing. I believe in order to do what we should do, we shouldn't judge on what we know about someone prior to meeting them. If someone new walks into a church, we shouldn't cast judgment, but accept with love. This should this should be anywhere, right? So he's saying if, if someone someone came into the church and we didn't know anything about them, we are to love on them. And if that's the case for that situation, shouldn't that be the case in all situations? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I mean, if I read that right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I mean I'd agree with that. And I, I yeah, I think uh too like knowing someone's past it, it should make you want to love them even more i mean because it, it's easy to be divisive and be against people we're obviously opposing and something about our culture today tells us if you're on the opposite side of me we got to fight about it right there's no way that we can be civil um however there are democrats and republicans both in my church and we're able to get along civilly uh, for the most part and, and i think that real. we've got a what's that it's not even real fake news <laughs> yeah yeah fake news uh yeah for the most part we're able we're able to get along like i mean some of my best friends at church are are uh, on an opposing side uh politically to me and but that's cool we, we still get along and i think we've got to reach that like even though we disagree i'm not saying that i now agree with you so no, so we can be friends i'm saying that we disagree but we can still be friends right like and and i think that knowing someone's past like knowing a, a particular alignment that they're in that should cause us to love them even more 
in, in which that if we know that someone falls into a particular lifestyle, we probably can assume they don't have a great relationship with God. And so our new purpose is to get them closer to God. And and I think with, for a lot of things like with uh, Christians is like for a lot of people, you are the face of God. I can say that because six years ago, I was not a Christian and every Christian I have seen, I assumed that was what God was like. Mm, and that mm. was not a great picture that was painted for me a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Jumping over to Mixer, uh, Ferris had a follow up to his question of what do you think? Uh, what do you think we do if the government takes away church taxes? He followed up with saying, how do we respond if the government we submit to wars openly against the faith? Is that time to stand up? If they open up for persecution, I think culture would grab on even more. Just saying. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, is, he, is he saying like, how does the church respond if the government starts persecuting the church? Is that I the think, question? Yeah, yeah, I think he's saying more so because like there are people now who could, you know, in some weird way, try to be like the church in America is being persecuted. But like mm-hmm. if we go to China or in other parts of the world and see what real persecution's like, I think we'd be way more mm-hmm. careful on that. But I think yeah. he's saying if it came to that level, if it was like, you can't worship on Sunday mornings, you know, you have to deny your faith or, or, or basically die, you know, or, or something like that. If they were suppressing and oppressing Christians from being able to openly worship God, you know, is that a time then when we should stand up? Well, what do you I mean, mean by stand up? Yeah, I, I guess mean, that's up for interpretation. Yeah. Like, to what level? Yeah, I mean, I'm right. I, if you 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 kind of you look at it like a the, I'm gonna follow God, and God tells me mm-hmm. to obey the government. But if the government tells me not to follow God, then I'm gonna follow God over what the government mm-hmm. says. I'm just gonna follow God in in you know right m- like what they like the the secret church in China or like the early church meeting in people's houses and stuff like that. Um, and if I get caught, I'm not going to deny the fact that I'm doing it. I guess, I guess, I, I guess I'm dying, you know, and, and I can say that easily now because that's not the case, but I mean, that's, that's what happened in the early church. And that's what I would, I would hope that believers would do today um, is, is following God. And if the government said, no, don't do that. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, if we see history though, the church grows in persecution. Right. So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. just because the, the government turns against you, God's not done. Right. right? Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, it's not I, like God I, goes away. <laughs> right. God's like, all right, the American government's now against me. I guess we'll call it quits. We'll wrap it up now. Like, <laughs> it, it. <laughs> and honestly, like, although it, it, it will create mm-hmm. a hard time for believers. I actually think mm-hmm. it, it, like you're saying, it could be a really good thing for the church. Not necessarily yeah. that they would grow in numbers. We actually would probably lose a lot of people. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. right now who just, as we call it, like casual Christianity or whatever it may be right. that mm-hmm. are just like, Oh yeah, I grew up in a Christian home. So yeah, I'm Christian. Right. Like, it would be and mean a lot there would be a lot more weight mm-hmm. but saying like i'm a christian i follow the lord i i follow his commandments right like mm-hmm. and i think th- there would be a lot more testing of that faith in a good way for yeah. ourselves to go like okay it, it's, it's not as easy anymore i can't just jump on a screen and start talking to people and and put pastor in my t- you know and as a title of something like there's weight to that and i think it could be a, a I, i'm not hoping for this don't get me wrong like but I think it, if that did happen, it would be a good thing for the church. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would agree. Um, another mixer question, question. Jesse said, uh, super shadow. Yeah. My grandmother is strict, like no sex before marriage, no swearing, et cetera. Whereas Protestant is more relaxed and not so 
cursed upon to live a more relaxed life, if that makes sense. I went to Catholic church as a child with my grandmother, but was brought up Protestant, so always had conflicting views. Do you want to do one, three, want to respond? Um, I, I do think I would go back to my original uh, statement and, and I would read scripture. I mean, obviously, no sex, poor marriage, uh, swearing. We, that, that's typical beliefs in, in, in the Christian faith, I guess. Um, and so, I mean, I would uphold that, but I would still I, I would definitely open up a Bible and, and read it for myself. Just, yeah. just so God could speak to you clearly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, OK, I think that's everything so far on Mixer. If I'm all caught up. Okay uh there okay um i'll read this from i know beatbox has been in here he hasn't added me about anything but i just want to read his comment he said i believe that we should keep an eye on the small things but if we put all of our time and effort into it we won't be able to deal with the big things we need to be strategic and use the minds god gives us amen yeah beatbox Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely uh, okay, jumping back to Mixer here, or I'm sorry, to Twitch. Um, I'm getting these platforms all mixed up now. <laughs> uh, um, Calvinist says, I think that's where I was. Uh, um, oh, here we go. Okay, going back up. Um, Gott says, uh, Super Shadow, not only should we say it's not God's plan, I think, uh, like homosexuality, you know, things like that, divorce, uh, should we, I, oh no, specifically homosexuality, I think he's talking about here. Mm-hmm. Should we not also tell them that it's offensive to God so much so that the Bible says it's an abomination in his sight? Hmm. I mean, there, I would go back to, to Proverbs eighteen nineteen. a brother offended is harder to be one than a city. I mean, and and uh, what is it? Uh, the Billy Graham quote. I know it's obviously not scripture, but it is a great quote. Uh, he said, it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict, God's job to judge, and my job to love. Um, so, yeah, we share the truth. We, we tell the truth. But, like, if, you, if you're trying to win someone and you go tell them, mm-hmm. hey, did you know that your lifestyle is uh, offensive to God and is, in his eyes, is an abomination? <laughs> I mean, maybe the Holy Spirit can use that, but most of the time that's going to be just wall, buy, see you, you right. know, instant, never deal anything with Christians mm-hmm. again uh, sort of thing. So it's you have to have tact and, and those kind of things. You don't shy away from the truth, but right. you still, you know the truth and yeah, mm-hmm. it, you don't compromise on it. It's just in the way that you talk to people. Right. Um, and I think it's it's in your empathy. Are you, are you really... Oh, yeah engaged mm-hmm. with this person because you, your heart breaks for them for where they're at in life and and mm-hmm. those things and again not in this i'm up here and they're down here but in this like right. man I, I just want you to know truth and i want to love you and and right. instead of like i want to win an argument and prove right. to you the top 10 reasons why homosexuality is just wrong period whether you're you know like mm-hmm. it, it's all about the mindset that you have and the heart that you have going into a conversation yeah mm-hmm. right what is it first peter three fifteen says uh, always be ready to give a defense for the faith but do it with gentleness and respect right like i mean we're very much talking about de- de- you know defending our faith and presenting our faith but do it with gentleness and respect i mean we I, I, I wish that we as Christians could see it from the other side sometimes. Like, imagine this. Mm-hmm. You, love or hate the, what are we, the alphabet family, LGBT, love them or hate them. I mean, the one thing they have is they have community. They have a community that helps each other out. I mean, and, and I know Christians, we disagree with them. You know, basically the devil here. But, but 
they have a community that is backing them up. And what you have now is you have someone from an, an uh, another community coming at them. And now they're saying, listen, you know, God doesn't agree with you. And God actually thinks that you're a terrible person and that you, sh- you know, that uh, I forget the word now, but that you're saying this now. How do we think that's going to draw them closer to God? I think it's just going to push them further into the community that's already loving and accepting them. Mm. What if we could show them that there is actually another way and that there is a God that would love them and accept them and has a better plan for them that can actually help them through the struggles that they're going through? And yes, that's going to take some life change and it's going to take changing their ways and and, and going in a different way. And it may not feel comfortable, but it is actually the right way and will ultimately affect them in a better way. Right. I mean, if we could understand, like if someone came up to you right now and they're like, listen, you've got to come, you know, worship Allah with me. And 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 uh, listen, he says that you're a terrible person and you're going to, you know, perish. And I'm sorry if I'm butchering the Muslim faith right now, but (laughs) you're obviously not going to run toward that. You're going to run back to your Christians because that's where you're comfortable. It's the same thing we're doing Mm -hmm. to them. They already have a community. We're just pushing them further into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ironheart here. Alan says, should we also boycott businesses that support people getting divorced? I mean, this, I mean, this goes back to everything we've been talking about so far. Um, I mean, I feel like you could probably pick a, pick a topic and try to pinpoint it into, well, what about this? Should we boycott this and that? And it, and it really comes down to, um, our interactions with other people and and when you have conversations with others or if someone asks you you know hey do you go to this place or that place and and just answer honestly and and um you know if you don't go to a place because it supports a certain bathroom policy or because it supports divorce i think that comes down to um your convictions and and that's and that's a conversation you can have with someone else and and that opens the door for hopefully other conversations and other um hopefully conversations about their faith and your faith um mm-hmm. so yeah okay. yeah now uh we are closing in on the two-hour mark so can we get maybe one or two more questions and 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 ironheart has this soapbox, soapbox? sure um all right i'm gonna scroll all the way down towards the bottom here uh i'm trying to see if there's someone who who i haven't uh, <laughs> disciple i was gonna read his he said what about screaming repent over and over again <laughs> it's interesting effective. i i actually I, I actually like that comment because there was a guy there's a traveling pastor at um my college that shows up like at the same time every year and he just like stands in the uh the courtyard of the library and he just like preaches and he gets mm-hmm. crowds of people and he just like doesn't oh. mince words and he's like preaching at people and i always thought you know that's that's ridiculous you know how many that's that's that can't be very effective and my my buddy goes yeah but more people are hearing the gospel every time he's here than i'm sharing with you know, in, in a year's worth of time. Mm-hmm. And, and who's to say the spirit can't use that. Now, would I mm-hmm. do that? I don't, th- I don't think that's, that's my, um, I don't think that's a gifting that I have, but, but he had a point and it just made me think, mm-hmm. you know, while it's kind of weird today, but our, our responsibility is to share the message, not mm-hmm. to save people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, all right. Last one here. And then, and then I'll give 
Ironheart is soapbox. Tustin, uh, isn't there a way in which we can engage with someone in love that homosexuality is an abomination, i.e. by saying, I love you and pray that you would turn from your lifestyle because it's an abomination in the sight of God. And God has appointed a day in which Christ will come again and judge the world in righteousness by his son. Christ offered his righteousness to all those who repent and believe. I beseech you to turn to Christ and live. I mean, yeah, I, I would say kind of, yeah, because everything that you're saying, yes, is correct. Um, but I think a lot of it does go back to what you said, Shadow, and where is, what's the motivation? Where Do you have empathy for this person? Or is your heart broken for them? And so you're reaching out to them in love, or is it, okay, there's a homosexual. I know that that's wrong, and I'm just you know, going to, to try and show them that they're wrong, you know? So yes, kind of, there is a way to talk to them. And I've had many, many conversations with people like that, but, uh, generally, generally, just, just as a general rule, the way that those usually go is it's a person I can pick up on it pretty quick. If, if that's the way that they are. And as I just love them and build relationship with them, then they are comfortable with me. And then they will ask me directly, uh, what do you think about this? Is, uh, am I really in sin? Does the Bible, I mean, is that really true? Whatever. And then we have a conversation about it and I can be, then I have like a grounds to say those kind of things. Yes. The Bible says it is sin and you know, blah, 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 and go into that. But if, if it's like a, just a cold conversation, I don't know this person. Hi, what's your name? Yeah, you're I'm sitting Dustin. on the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Fred. Oh, I'm gay. Well, guess what, Fred? You are an abomination in the sight of the Lord, and Jesus is coming back to judge. And, you know, and if the conversation goes that way, it's just it it pushes people away. Um, so that's why we're saying you, you don't shy away from the truth, but you just have to um, – focus on the person you have to what what is our motivation in that and yes we 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 love okay so there is a way you could say we love them enough to share the truth yes but in it a lot of it is in the way that you present it um yeah yeah and and i would say as someone who's worked with like i worked for a clothing company for the first like pretty much all through college and most of high school and so i worked with a lot of gay homosexuals bisexual whatever any any letter you want to put in front of there and so nine times out of ten when they found out that i was a christian or that i was going to school to study the bible they instantly kind of knew and there was almost a withdrawal of the friendship on their end when they found that out you know of like because they already have for most i would say like 90 percent of that community already has this pre-notion of like they already know what christians believe and are going to say and yeah. so for them they're like why am i even going to bother having a relationship when I know how they already view me in this negative, horrible way as a sub, you know, and, and cause to them, they don't, they can't separate and nor should they, um, like the, the message that we're saying versus like our intentionality and heart towards them when they just hear something like, Oh, scripture says I'm an abomination. You think I'm an abomination. So like, I don't want to have that relationship with you. And so when you're able to, to really like get to know them and invest in them, that like every time I would have that conversation with them at some point, but it wouldn't be from the lens of, Hey, you're way more broken than me. It's yeah. You know what? Yeah. God does see that as a sin, but you know what else he sees as a sin? Pornography, masturbation. Like he looks at these things and he sees all of us are broken in our own way. And, and right. the, the, what, what I would always tell people, what I learned from my professor is it's not God's call for your life in terms of your sexuality. Isn't to go from homosexuality to heterosexuality. God's call in your life is holiness. 
Yeah. And that's, right. that's what the strive is, whether you're heterosexual or homosexual, the call is to holiness first and foremost, and dig into that and start with that and, and build a relationship with Jesus and see what that call of holiness is in your life. And, and I think that's, that's a great way. Cause again, it's, is that, Oh, that's the cat. That's I was like, what cat. is that? Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one thing if I just tell them, this is the truth. It's another thing if we if we create these on ramps for them to be able to learn and discover truth for themselves, because then it's not just secondhand knowledge of, okay, I heard it from this person. But if we get them invested into wanting to study that, wanting to look and research into that, mm -hmm. then that allows for them to begin to grow a real relationship with God and not just with you and be dependent yep. on you and your truth and the truth that you're giving them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And yep. we've we have really gotten off course on the original Sorry. boycott issue. And, and I think that this topic that, that we're on with the, the topic of homosexuality and how to address that definitely deserves its own episode. So I, I'm, right. I'm asking I'm someone sure to submit a that as a question. Already. Okay, I think there is. And if so, I, that, that will be a, a very good um, episode mm -hmm. then. Because um, that's kind of that's where we've been focusing here. And I already see a ton of great questions coming up. Um, so we want to encourage everyone to if you hit exclamation mark pad, um, there will be a form there. You can submit those, and we will we will cover them at some point. Um, some but point. at some point, we, we have we have a list, man. There's some great, there's some awesome stuff in there um, that's going to make for uh, great episodes with awesome conversations. Uh, mm -hmm. but at this point of the show, uh, we want to give uh, Father Ironheart his chance at his very <laughs> oh first soapbox. Oh boy, what do you have for us, Ironheart? So, right. I think I think God's timing is always funny um because i uh was it so doc last week it was you right who had the soapbox and i believe it fit pretty well with our with our topic last week if i was if i'm remembering correctly um this week um so thinking about the soapbox that i was going to do i actually had to preach again this week which is you're not the norm at our church because I'm I'm the associate pastor. Our senior pastor teaches most of the time, um, and and one thing. So so I got to preach this week, and so as I as I was writing this sermon, I, I decided to do like a back to basics um, sermon series. And so last week was the gospel, and this week um, was okay. Now as 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 believers, if we've accepted the gospel, how do we live our life? And and I think that fits well into to today um, because I, I hit on uh, let's see, Second Corinthians five seventeen through twenty, um, talking about that that we are new creations that um, the old has passed away, the new has come and then coming down to, we are ambassadors for Christ. And what does that look like to be an ambassador for Christ? What does it look like to um, represent Christ in our, in our day-to-day -day life? And I, and I brought it down to two things. The first is, is we need to know the message that, that Christ has for us. And in second Corinthians five, it tells us that we have been entrusted with the message of reconciliation um, and so we as believers have been entrusted with the gospel and, it, and that it is our responsibility to share the gospel with other people. Um, and so we have to put ourselves, not only do we have to know what the gospel is, we have to be able to communicate it clearly to other people. Um, can we in about five minutes or less communicate the gospel to someone who doesn't understand all of the Christian terms and stuff like that? Um, and then 
not only have we been entrusted with that message, we have to know what that message is, but we have to then share it with other people. And, and that could be, you know, friends, family members, coworkers, or it can be people that you meet on the street, or it could be someone who works at a coffee shop that you go to all the time. Um, and, and, uh, just, just the responsibility of, of sharing that truth with other people. Um, the next part of, of being a represent, being an ambassador for Christ is, is literally living that message. Um, because as Christians, not only, not only do our words represent Christ, but, but our actions represent Christ. And, and, and as the church, it's our responsibility to share, um, it's to live out the gospel in our day-to-day life. Um, and so when I think about these these questions like, do we should we boycott this place or that place? And, and what does the Bible have to say? Um, you know, we talked a lot about that it's personal conviction. Um, it's about um, where where do we land? And and then we can we can follow it accordingly, but not you know yelling at other people about it. Um, what do we as a church? Um, how do we reflect who God is? Because I think Dr. Hill said it that um, if the world wants to know what God's like, then they're going to look to the church. And if the church isn't representing Christ well, then that's what the world's going to see. And, and it's our responsibility as the church to represent God. And, and that means loving people who are difficult to love Um but not skipping on truth because truth is it's the foundation that everything is built on. And, and if, you know, we need to be firm in truth, but we also need to, to love on people. And that means going to places that make potentially people uncomfortable. Um, it means, um, you know, there's, there's a guy that my, my, um, my grandpa knows who does pub theology and he literally goes to bars and hangs out with people at bars and shares the gospel with people at bars. Um, and, and I think that's such an awesome ministry field and think about us as gamers. We have the opportunity to be online sharing the gospel with people in a place that maybe your, your typical Christian would be like, um, gaming's for children. Why are you here? Um, and it's because there's Christian, there's, there's people here who don't know who Christ is and if we're not here to share the message with them, how are they going to hear it? Um, and I think the the last thing is that we as as ambassadors for Christ, we need to have a heart for the lost. And we need to, to, to genuinely care about those people that don't know who Jesus is. Um, and... When I was in high school, I was given this this kind of hypothetical situation, and, it, and I know it's not biblically accurate, but it, but it helped gauge my heart for the lost, and and so that'll be kind of my last little part of my soapbox. Is this is that? Let's say, um, for example, or like hypothetically, you're you're you've died, okay, and you're standing in line, and you see in the distance, you see like the pearly gates of heaven, um, and and you see that off in the distance, and you you're like, okay, I'm. I've clearly died and I'm, I'm about to be about to stand before God and, um, and, and he's going to, you know, look at my life and, and I've been a follower of Jesus. And so though I've been sinful and I'm broken, um, he's going to see the work of Christ and you're, and you're going to be fine and you're going to be able to enter into eternity with God. And you're, so you're, you're feeling pretty good and, um, you're waiting and, and then the person in front of you turns around and, and it's someone, you know, now for, for everyone watching, picture someone close to you. That's not a Christian. Um, 
you know, a family member, a coworker, a friend, whoever. Um, and, and you strike up a conversation and you're like, Oh, Hey, first off, sorry, you're dead. Um, but, but you know, you're, you, you have a conversation and as you're talking, you realize, um, that they, they start asking, you know, what are we, what, so what, what's going on? What are we doing here? And you, you're like, Oh, we're in line to, to stand before God. And, and they're like, Oh, okay. Well, I, I think I've done enough good things in my life that I should, I should be good enough to get into heaven and it should be fine. Um, and you just kind of look at them and you're like, well, uh, I'm sorry, but that's, that's not how this works, unfortunately. And you begin to share with them that, that we're sinful and that, that it's only through the grace of Jesus and putting your faith in Christ that, that God forgives you of your sins and you're allowed to, to be in eternity with him. And, and they, they look at you and, and they kind of have this like disbelief on their face and they say, well, you've, you've known this. You've known this all along, and 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 you haven't told me. And then he realizes that it kind of sinks in that you've never shared this with them, that you've you've kind of spent your life that they they kind of do their own thing. You don't want to be too judgmental. You don't want to force your faith on anyone, or or you maybe you were afraid of what they what they taught what the, what they would think of you, and and so you just never shared. And and now, as they stand waiting to stand before God, they're not going to be with him. In fact, because they don't have Christ, they're going to go to hell. And that made me think like there's, there's people in my life that aren't Christians. And if I don't share with them, they're not going to know. And, and it's not our responsibility to save those people because that's only through the power of the Holy spirit that we can be changed and, and follow God. But, but it's our responsibility to share the message with them. And if we're not doing that, if we're not living out the gospel, if we're not sharing it with our words and with our actions, then then how are other people going to know? And and we can't just say, oh, well, the next person's going to do it or the next person's do it or, or you know, it's, it doesn't work that way. Um, and and God had really pressed that on my heart this week. Uh, there was a specific person when I had initially heard that um, that analogy or hypothetical situation, whatever you want to call it. Um, and and when I had first heard it way back when I was in high school, I shared it with that with a friend of mine, and she um, she she hates she hates God, she hates religion everything about it she's just like i don't want any of it because if if god's real then there's too much there's too much crap in the world that he he can't allow all that to happen and she looks at the the christians in her life the people that she knows and she sees how how garbage they are to other people and and how hateful they are and she's just like no i i don't want it if he is real i don't want any of that and and I don't like she's a she's a nice gal. She she does a lot of volunteering. She does, um, you know she she helps people when they're in need. She she volunteers at at homeless shelters and like if you name it, she's probably done it. Um, but she doesn't know who Jesus is. And and the only thing that I can do is share the message of of Jesus with her. And I did, and she's like, I, I appreciate that you that you care about me enough to share this because this is what you believe, but I just can't. And that, that that's that's hard. But it's our responsibility as Christians to not care what other people are going to think, 
to to in love to care enough about the person that doesn't know Christ to to say something and to live a life that that shows that we're different that we can still go do maybe the things that other people do but but there's something different about it there's something about the way we interact with people something about the way that we we love on people or it's we have to be ambassadors for Christ. We have to be willing to put ourselves out there to share the message and to love people enough. And and then and then step back and say, "All right, God, this is you know, I've shared the message. It's it, what let's let's not just, you know, not backing away and, and ignoring it, but but letting, you know, praying that God just moves powerfully in, in people's lives. Um and so, um, yeah, that's that's kind of where God has led my heart this week, um, specifically for the sermon. But it was it's kind of crazy how God works and how this really fits this well into into this whole idea of, of should we boycott stuff. Um, yeah, that's I mean that's that's my soapbox. Um, I don't know if you guys have any comments or, or anything like that that you want to add to it. I'd, I'd love to hear it, but. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's good. That's, that's right on. And it fits in with what we're talking about. It's, I mean, we do, we, we have to be ambassadors for Christ. We're, we're the hands and feet, you know, there's all these different idioms that we use for it, but really we, we are, we're the hands and feet of Jesus. We're, uh, Jesus with skin on, you know, however you want to say it, um, uh, we should be upholding those values and, and, you know, being Christ like, and even whenever it comes to these kind of matters, boycotting or whatever, um, we have to be Christ like, and remember that we are, um, uh, as the church, we are, well, that's probably the best way to say it. Ambassadors for Christ. We're yeah. Yeah. We're not called to win arguments. We're called to, to speak of the goodness of God and how he's been like a father to us and, mm-hmm. and witness to the goodness that he has done in our lives. And so I think that's, that's a huge aspect. So I think you're absolutely right. Father, yeah. with everything mm-hmm. you've been saying, you've been hitting it nail on the head, especially yeah, with tonight's absolutely. topic. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it, it, it aligned perfectly. It did. Yeah. And, <laughs> and to kind of conclude, I'm praying that everyone can, can go out with a, I don't know. I, w- I just wish every Christian had that passion to to reach the people close to them for the gospel, right? That that y- you would go out and care enough that your heart would break enough for the loss that you'd be willing to have an awkward conversation in love um, and, and tell someone about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that kind of the, the illustration you told at the end about, you know, being in heaven and, and having the truth that you never gave to someone else's. Uh, it's it's sort of eye opening. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, I I'm I'm gonna definitely admit that that I I definitely don't always have mm-hmm. the heart for for the lost, but um, man, it's it's something that I pray that God gives me because there's mm-hmm. so many people I think that I don't even realize how many there are around me, even even ones that maybe think that they're Christian but they're really not, because right. they think that it's about being good enough. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And and willing to to love on those people enough and to love like to to see where they're at and and just feel like ah I want you to know the truth I want you to know what it is and 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 w- to be willing to put yourself out there yeah um, right right yeah because literally we yeah. live in a culture where it's all about convenience you know 
the phone that you buy, the watch that you wear, the clothes, it's all about convenience. And and yet we're so mm-hmm. built into that. And Jesus was the one who was like, he was okay with being inconvenienced if he was stopped by some, you know, to be able to witness mm-hmm. and tell them the love of God. And and we, you know, don't take advantage of that enough because we're always trying to get from point A to point B on time as quickly as we can, you know? We're like, sorry, I can't talk to these people because I'm trying to get to this place so I can mm-hmm. make a strategy right. on how to talk to these people, you know? Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man. Man, such a great time. Like we went, we went far off, but it such a good chat tonight. Yeah. Um, and and it's something that needs to be talked about. I mean, absolutely. We need, and and I love that we can come here together on it on a streaming platform on the internet and, and talk about this because this is honestly, guys, this is a conversation not being had in most churches, right? Yeah. How to mm-hmm. how to witness to people, especially people of the the LGBT community um and and i'm just awesome that we are able to do this guys we have a lot of really really good shows coming up if you have any questions you want on future shows uh see ferris just hit the 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 pad command so there you go yeah go there and and the forms there to to go and ask any questions you might have um but i think this about wraps up do you guys have anything to add to the to the topic or the the conversations we've had tonight no, I think this conversation can be mm-hmm. ongoing and can continue. And Absolutely. so we encourage you guys to jump in the Discord, regardless whether you're mm-hmm. on Mixer or Twitch right now. Like, exclamation point Discord should give a command. Jump into the GMA Discord. There are people that mm-hmm. uh, regularly we could have these conversations further on and delve deeper into them. We had to do a Bible study every Thursday night led by Pastor Deustin. Um, And so we'd love to have you guys in there as we actually study the Bible. If you're someone who's like, hey, this is really good. And you've thrown a lot of verses out there, but I don't know where a lot of them are. Um, Deuston does a great job every Thursday night, jumping in voice chat, leading us in, in that time. Um, so I encourage you guys to jump in there, meet some other Christians, be a part of the community as we're talking about how great community can be. Um, and, and we can, as iron sharpens iron, as scripture says, that that's something that we desire to do in the online space to, to captivate that and show you guys how good community can be so that you don't just stay there online, but actually go and seek it in your local churches. So we'd love to have you guys be a part of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as we sign off, we'll just go across the thing, tell them where they can find you at personally, what you have going on on the amazing internet. Um, and so we'll start with Shadow. You're right next to me. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, just Super Shadow on Twitch. I'm on Mixer, but I don't actually stream on there because I'm sorry. I'm going for partnership on, wow. on Twitch right now. But I'm doing this show on both, so that kind of counts. I'm kind of on Mixer. Uh, so mainly Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Those are the main places you guys can find me as well as in the Discord. Uh, both the GMA one, uh, I'm in there, and then in the Shadow Realm one, which is just our personal one. Uh, just literally just you guys can find me on either one of those two. I think everything I have links right back there. Just uh, twitch.tv slash Super Shadow. Same thing on YouTube, same thing uh, on Twitter and Instagram. So thank you, Cap. Ironheart, where can they find um, you? Yeah, I'm, I am I stream occasionally on on uh, Twitch. Um, if, if Mixer gets uh, stream elements integration, then I'll consider hopping over <laughs> there. Um, but for the time being, I am on Twitch. Uh, I stream about once a week, either Thursday or Friday. Um, and uh, Twitter... Twitter and Twitch are all, all those it's father Ironheart. It's all the same. So, um, yeah. And you can find me most active, um, on, in the GMA discord. I have a personal discord, but I don't use it because I'd rather be in the GMA one. So, um, yep. Go ahead. All right. And pastor Deuston, where can we find you? 
Yep. Uh, anywhere on the internet, I'm Pastor Deuston, spelled the same way, but I'm streaming on Twitch. Um, Lucky. <laughs> yeah, it took. That's why the spelling is the way it is. It took me forever to figure out one that was like available across <laughs> everything. So, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitch, YouTube. TikTok, which I still haven't opened, but I have it downloaded. Because uh, I'm telling you, I opened it once and my phone just started going crazy. Stuff yeah. playing. I was like, okay, no, no, I'll figure that out later. Uh, but yeah, Pastor Deuce, and yeah, on those uh, those Thursday nights, thank you for that plug, Shadow. We would love to have you in there. It's it's really cool. We've been we've gone through five weeks now of John. We're just now getting through chapter three, so we've been just going a verse at a time and just. Uh, breaking it down. It's been really fun. Love to, to see you in the Discord and, and join us for that. Um, but yeah, you can find me anywhere, Pastor Deuce, anywhere you want to find me, and I'll I'll connect with you. Nice. And guys, I am Dr. Heels. My name is not the same everywhere because I have a whole bunch of things going on in life. Um, so uh, you find me on Twitch. At, it's just Dr. Heels. Um, Discord, Dr. Heels. I also have a YouTube channel where I do Christian videos. Um, tackling some similar topics in a, a short form um and that's just youtube.com slash that bold life um twitter is underscore jeff evans i'm gonna quit telling links now just twitch and youtube they'll they yeah. get you everywhere else yeah my name's like different everywhere i'm sorry i'm trying to fix it believe it or not i help people with branding <laughs> anyway yeah. okay and i have tiktok but i have no earthly idea what i'm doing with it i've uploaded stuff but I don't. <laughs> You can, you can play that's Dr. Hills too. If you wanted to look that up, that's up to you on that one. Though. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. We've had an awesome show again, join the discord. Let's continue this conversation. Let's keep it going. Thank you all for hanging out, chatting. Uh, we've had a blast. Anyway, we will catch you guys next Sunday. Should we, uh, pray oh, yeah. and, Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, what? Good call. Good call. We should pray. Yeah, pray. Yeah, we should yeah. raid. Should, should we, raid. yeah. Raid. And then should we tell them, what next week's going to be? Good call. Like, guess I, I said remember. I should post, but uh, <laughs> I don't remember. No, insisted on this. I don't you're have a great a, memory. <laughs> no, you're a better you're host mean. than I am, gatekeeper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week, guys, uh, we're right going to be here. Is the the main question we're going to cover? Feel free to throw your questions in, like we said, um, and our conversation could go a million different ways with this. But the question is uh, this: I heard a lot of people complaining about the song "Reckless Love," oh, but what does the Bible actually say? That's Ooh. right. Okay. We're going musical fun. next week. We're going to do it all next as a musical. Week? Yeah. yeah. I'll do <laughs> my kind to of the music. beat of Reckless Love. Let's do it. You'll see okay. Father Ironheart rap. Be here oh, yep. next Sunday. Not yeah, And he's going to do some screamo. 9 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get everything ready to go right at 9. <laughs> we will see you guys then. Um, all right. Who's praying out, though? All right. I'll pray out since I forgot. Okay. That okay. seems fair. <laughs> all right. Go for it. <laughs> Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for everything you do for us. And God, I thank you for what you're going to do through us. I pray that you be with each and every person here. And we're just so thankful again, God, for this opportunity to come together on this on this platform and, and talk about you. God, I just pray that we would all leave with a heart and a passion to, to see people saved, to see people far from you brought close to you, God. And I pray that you would be with each and every person here. You know the struggles, the, the pains we face, the, the the encounters we're having. I just pray that you would be with each and every person, God, that you would you would lead us in love and in truth and God that we would have discernment in every step and in every moment every every weakness we're in God that we would just continue to seek you and I just pray again that you would be with each and every person if there's anyone here that doesn't know you I pray that their hearts would be open their ears would be hope opened and they would they would hear and, and come to find a relationship with you today Lord we love you in Jesus name amen amen, amen.
Oh, 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 oh,